de, de, de Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio. Hello, bienvenidos. How are we doing? Welcome to The Colores Radio. This is episode 26. The countdown is on. This is the final episode before our official one-year anniversary episode. Woo! Thank you, thank you. As one year. One fucking one year. year. It feels like we just started. Yeah. Like, I'm still it's, stressed out from, like, our first art show. I, I, I was dropping my nephew off earlier today, Gogo. Yeah. And um, we were driving home, and we were really quiet, and it was so peaceful, and it was perfect. And I was like, man, like, me and my nephew just riding home. Like, it was so chill. And then out of nowhere, he was like, Ralph, why does time go by so fast? And Aww. I almost pulled over and started crying because I was like, Gogo. I was like. Because things happen really fast, but you have to take a break every now and then and, like, enjoy it. Don't you forget about me. <laughs> One year of doing this. No, it's amazing. Yeah, it's dope. As always, we appreciate you all listening. I'm your host, Eva Arreguin, and with me is the Rafael Tamayo. <laughs> That was like a friendlier. That was a cute one. It was kind of yeah. sweet. I wouldn't say cute. Sorry, like it's still ruined gangster, your street kid. Kid. Street kid. It's like kids. one kid. <laughs> it's just one. You said street kid. I'm sorry. Look I like white sneakers. I just, I don't think I've ever owned a pair of kids. I'm going to buy you just one. Just one. Mm, I'm going to put it on maple and you have to go find hey, it. Hey, hey, shh. Chill out. Chill uh, out. Hi, Rafa. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing fantastic, Eva. How are you? I'm well. We have been at this a long time. It feels crazy to think that it's been one damn year, but it's been amazing. I'm feeling cool. Yeah. I'm definitely a little bit stressed, a little bit nervous. I think that's natural. I think you can't. Like, I, th I don't think that we can do something like the colores and not feel a little bit of the pressure you're right. uh, and you're stress. You're right, you're right, you're right. That comes with so it. So we are now days away from our one-year anniversary show, as we said. How do you feel about that? I'm really excited because we got Shay Serrano here, mm -hmm. and he's all about what we, what we embody here. Mm -hmm. So it's really dope to get, like, that cosign, but... Because Shea Serrano is at such a high level in terms of like visibility and, right. and like he's such a high profile, he's a, he's a New York, he's a two-time New two York time, time best-selling author and he's, you know, he's, he's fucking with Deco Lotus Radio. I think um, <laughs> because of him, there's a lot associated uh, with him and his following and people that don't know us. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really cool to see that and, and to see us be a part of that world. Um... And I think it just speaks to, you know, speaks to what we're doing. No, absolutely. So It's very surreal. Yeah. Uh, but we can go into more details later. We're very excited and grateful to have made it this far and really could not have done it without you all. Aww. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's almost time for the juice, Rafa. Okay. Um, but do you mind if I ask you something? Um... Yeah, you know what? It's been a long day. I'm down. Well, Whatever. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a minute. Um, I actually am seeking your advice. I, I'm not the... Uh, okay. No, no, no. I, I need you. your What's feedback. Up? Okay. I want to give our listeners an insight into our personal energy. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't know. 
It's stop. I can't look at you into how we are feeling right now. Into the <laughs> into the reality of our existence. That's right. We're translating our feelings in the best way we know how. <laughs> Memes. <laughs> it's time for me mood. What do you have, Rafa? Yo, so I'm homegirl. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the story about why she made this. Okay. What but is it? it's the, the, the lady that's squinting. She's like holding oh, on to her yeah. knee. And she's squinting. I did squinting. see the story. She's amazing. That's, me. that's like my, my all day, every day <laughs> mood right now. <laughs> And uh, it's funny because like just yesterday I saw meet the lady who's responsible for uh-huh. the meme and she was taking like photos or just photos of her. Right. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I was getting down and I, I did like a little squat and I was just trying to do like a cool pose. But then I got up and I was I wasn't looking at anything. It's just that my knees hurt. Yes, and so that's I was she, tired. <laughs> I was like, same. That's me. That made the, po- me. the, the meme that much better. It did. It really did. So that's me. Everybody thought it. It was like when you're confused or you have to think really hard or you squint you're squinting at something right everybody, it, everybody's using it for everything for all kinds of things it's yeah. amazing but really it was just like, it's like oh, when, i'm tired i just gotta one of my favorite ones is like when you're stuck in traffic and you're like why are they taking so long but then you pull up right next to the tr- uh the accident and you're like uh-huh looking yeah <laughs> <laughs> Or I like the one where it was like when you're driving through the street and you got to turn down your music to make sure you're at the right house or something yeah. like that. It was so good. Um, that's a great one. My me mood is this little video of a girl at a restaurant. She's a tiny little girl. She looks all cute and happy. She has her little cute curling hair. She's smiling. She's thriving. And someone like snuck crawfish on her plate. And so then she sees, she's like laughing and she sees it and she's like, ah! And she like screams <laughs> at the top of her lungs. Yeah. It's so funny. But the... The original caption for it was like, oh, my niece hates crawfish and I snuck one on her plate. But the caption I preferred was when you get a text from your ex. And I thought it was hilarious. And I was like, oh, that feels feels like it hit home (laughs) a little bit. Uh, Anyways, we have been super blessed lately. Those are our me moods. And now that we've been able to have, we've been actually able to have incredible guests lately we've had incredible guests throughout yeah. but like damn y'all ain't ready for the one that's coming today yeah uh a little later you'll be hearing from someone we've wanted to have on the show since the very beginning a brilliant local artist and illustrator creating the magic behind the dope work we see in chase serrano's books and beyond the very talented arturo torres will be with us for today's episode Yay! Yippee! Y'all really ain't ready for this interview. It moved me in like ways I was not expecting. This Where's is not mine? a ding moment. It's definitely not. Oh yeah. my god! However, it has to be. It. I, I don't understand how you think it's not. It's not. However, now that we have our me moods, we can officially begin the juice. El jugo. Eva, who's got the juice? I have the juice. Hey. Oh, that's nasty. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not where I was going with that at all. <laughs> I meant like the actual truth of the podcast. I'm so sorry. We're, see, it's because yeah. we're one year now. I think I'm grown. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Changed. That was an, Jason, if you want to cut that, that's fine. Um, this is it. the juice. It is time for El Juguito, where we cover the latest gossip on pop culture, politics, news, 
and other things. We will start with what is great news to me personally. Uh, surely you've heard too much about it by now. I'm hoping by the time you hear this, that maybe there is an even greater change. Um, Trump's lawyer... I'm tired. ...has been raided, and I'm here for it, honey. Here for here it. For raid them, motherfuckers. Raid them all. This just shows that they're getting closer and closer, even though I think they could move a little faster if they wanted to. Um, that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm tired, because I'm like, yo, hurry the they're fuck doing it up. So how slow. much shit? Like, that's how I know they don't care that much that we have, like, uh, fascists running the government. Y'all put Mark motherfucking Zuckerberg in front of a fucking Congress over some some, some shit that... Quickly. Yeah, I'm not saying that what Mark Zuckerberg is responsible for or what Facebook did is entirely responsible. But those things do work hand in hand also. That's what I'm saying. But, like, he's... As users, there's a certain buy-in that we have. So we can't be completely mad at what happened because we put ourselves out there. Right. But on the flip side, in terms of lobbyists and, you know, working with hackers or, or whatever it was, whatever the situation, it's like, can y'all work that fucking, like that persistent? No, that's with- where to me it still seems like even, I don't know, I was thinking about this where I was like when Bill Clinton and all that stuff was happening, how quick did he get out? Exactly. I, I don't even know, but I'm. Uh, but it was seemed like a much yeah. faster turnaround than this shit, and he has many cases against him. The whole right side has a lot of cases against them. There's so much stuff that's going under the rug because it won't stop happening. The crap won't stop coming yeah. out, and it's annoying. I'm actually just like, okay, when's it gonna? Let's wrap it up, sis. Like this is getting old. Um, so this was good news to me. I'm excited. Let's keep it moving. Get them all out. Fuera, fuera, fuera. Bye. And that is that. The next topic we were going to cover is the Facebook hearing. Yeah. You probably know a little bit more about this than I do. Tell us how you feel. Is Mark Zuckerberg a lizard? He is. <laughs> so I do think he's a shape-shifting reptilian. Okay. Um. So yeah, he he's part of the uh, genetically modified beings that really control our planet Mm -hmm. and facebook is just another tool that they use for that damn this is a whole different podcast it is we just went off on the deep end we did no but um so yeah he went before congress to talk about like he was there for what two days yeah it was for a while it's funny and so like i was here we were watching it (laughs) of course (laughs) during our lunch break Uh uh-huh yeah working hard uh quote unquote during our lunch break (laughs) and um one of the senators, or, or no, somebody made a joke, and they were like, ha, the way we're questioning you, you're going to be here till 1 a.m., and people laughed, and I was like, motherfucker, the American people do not have time to listen to your jokes. We're jokes to them. Exactly. And so, I get it. I understand that you need some lightheartedness, but no, like, if this is a serious issue, you need to treat it that way, mm-hmm. and when you make jokes about it, it doesn't come off that way, and so... When you, you when you talk about Facebook who has what like two or three billion users billions. They as as an ad company, they generate over forty billion in revenue. Wow. I don't know numbers and I'm not like that into what it what what like a, a firm will generate in terms of dollars in advertisement, mm-hmm. but I feel like they're probably one of the leaders, if not the oh, most absolutely. dominant. You know what I mean? And so that's a big deal. So yes, Mark Zuckerberg needs to see himself more as a global leader rather than the CEO of a Silicon Valley mm-hmm. company. But at the same time, like, don't sit there and try to pun off the irresponsibility of the American government on him. 
So yes, Mark Zuckerberg messed up. I think but we, at the same time, we should have seen the sketchy <clears throat> shit coming from him, though. Like we no, watched yeah, the social network, know. and then we ended up praising it just yeah. because of what he turned it into. But like, right. he's shady as fuck. Right. It's like we know. We bought in. Right. We understood what it was. And we bought in because it appealed to us and exactly. was for us, supposedly. Exactly. And even I'll though tell now you, it's being used against yes, us. Yes, and I'll tell you what I'm not buying into is how the American government is trying to grow him and not take like accountability for what's going on within the structure that's running our country. Like be a little like I don't know, it just made me because upset. Because that's where it upholds power, so they can only grill to a certain degree. But I don't know. There's yeah, it so made much me really upset. It was right the, the the one thing, the biggest takeaway that I took from it is that one of the senators asked him, they asked Mark and said, do you think that you're more responsible with your user's data than the American government would be? And he like took a few seconds, paused and said yes. And so if Mark Zuckerberg is, is before Congress willing to like tell you, yes, I feel like I'm more responsible than you, that should tell you something. Anyway, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, stay on that topic forever. Anyways, but. his haircut was nice. <laughs> you know, I don't mean to like shade people physically, but I was like, bro, they really told you to clean that up to not. I don't know. Anyways, uh, next on the juice, this um, can be triggering for some. So, trigger warning uh, for child abuse, I suppose, and and rape. Um, very incredible author Juno Diaz recently had a piece in the New Yorker um, where he opened up about a, a situation, I guess, that occurred when he was a child um, <clears throat> in which he was uh, raped multiple times as a young Afro-Latino boy. Um and if you know his writing, you know how he can piece something together, like in the most beautiful way. And so, I don't want to. I don't want to touch on this too much um, because it is. I mean, it is important to talk about these topics, and that's why this is included in the juice because so often we don't talk about rape or abuse or domestic violence or these different things um, because they are really sensitive subjects. But I, I also wanted to acknowledge how incredibly important it is for a man to come out in full detail with what happened to him, um, especially a, a, an Afro-Latino man. Um, and it is a powerful piece. Um, I recommend everybody read it or at least, I don't know. I really think it's super brave and vulnerable, made himself very, very, very vulnerable in this. Um, so my praise to Juno Diaz once again for sharing his story with this because it took him a very long time um, to share this. And I think especially for, for a lot of males, um, it's hard for anybody to talk about something like this. And it's a lot of hard for people to confront this trauma Um but I'm thankful that someone like this voiced their voiced their story because they're necessary to hear. So I'm tipping my hat off to Juno Diaz once again. Yeah, that's uh, I mean that's a that's a very difficult topic to discuss. Absolutely, it's very personal, very intimate, very painful. Um, so yeah, I I, 
I mean, if anything, in terms of setting an example, like you, you have to s- sit here and, and gosh, like, I don't know if, if there's words that you could use to really convey. Uh, right. So no, absolutely. I mean, I'm having a hard time even discussing it, but I think that speaks to how we treat it maybe also. Yeah. I mean, people, people take that to the, people die without ever really confronting that in their lives. And Honestly, like those situations and those experiences, like I know that that ruins, you know, people's lives and oh, it changes absolutely. the trajectory of, of how they feel and, and how people don't get to feel comfortable in their own skin. So um, the bravery and the courage to do that uh, is, is one thing. And then, you know, really seeing that as an example is, is huge for our community. Definitely. So now we can move on to some brighter news. I was very thrilled to see this um, because whenever news like this comes to Texas, I'm like, oh, thank heavens. Like, yes, God. Um, LGBT workers are now protected from workplace discrimination. A federal judge ruled in Texas. So, yes, cheers to that because Lord knows we need all the damn protection, especially the LGBTQIA community plus um, because they should be protected, especially in an employment uh, cases because it is hard for that community everywhere and the least the very least you can get is to have um to be safe in your workplace yeah. um so yeah i'm very glad to hear that uh, it was a chief judge in houston that made the that made the ruling so that's a great thing to be happening in all these hard times Another piece of great legislation that was ruled recently is that apparently I was very, I'm thrilled with all this news, right? Cause there's a lot of uh, really bad negative things. And especially with Trump in office signing things that, that, that are unhealthy for sex workers and other things like that. Um, it's really, it's always, it always feels nice to get, these few different rulings that actually are beneficial for the marginalized communities. Uh, There was a ruling for Mexican-American studies here in Texas, which I was very, very excited to hear about. Um, Apparently, they have ruled it's um, like (coughs) pre-legislation, excuse me, or something like that, where they could possibly be having Mexican-American studies courses for high schools by next school year. Finally, like, or by 2019, maybe not by, not by this school year, by 2019. Like, can you imagine? Wow. I want to teach a course in high school now. I want to do it. Like this could be, this could change our whole state. My dream is that they learn to sing De Colores and understand how it was used by the United Farm Workers. I mean, that's the very minimum, very minimum, but damn. So it's a four-year fight over education finally came, and it was, of course, voted on a, with a bunch of Republicans. A four-year fight for people to learn. In Texas. So this fight has gone throughout the nation, obviously. Yeah. And, of course, they wanted to change the name to Ethnic Studies because they think that Mexican-American Studies sounds too, de- I, too divisive. So, you know, of course, since it's Republican controlled, it's very shocking to me that it even made it here. Um, But shout out to all the students and teachers and parents and everybody that has been fighting this fight to get this 
to where it is to make it happen. Um, so we can only hope and pray that it continues going forward and we can get our Latino community, our Mexican American students represented where they should be learning early fucking on. It shouldn't take till college for us to learn about ourselves and to value ourselves and to know our worth. It shouldn't take until however long it takes some people way late into life because they don't fucking teach us in the education system. And that's where we should be learning so we can value ourselves and do whatever the hell we want to do with our lives because we know that we come from history and power and I'm very excited to, for this. So I hope, I hope, hope, hope that it does all work out nicely. In other great news, we're keeping the juice nice and short because y'all ain't ready for this interview. I already told y'all. Ooh. Apparently, Black Panther has now officially <laughs> passed the fucking Titanic. That's crazy. That is incredible. This is such a piece of history. It's so iconic. And I felt like that could be it. Once I saw the movie, I was like, this is something. Like, this is a, this is a moment of pop culture that I can grasp. Stop! Don't play too much. We don't have the money for that, for that Celine Dion. Ooh, we sure don't have Celine Dion money. You ain't never lie. <laughs> but really, congratulations to Black Panther and the Ryan Coogler, all the actors and actresses, yeah. that incredible team. I really love the movie. I know some people are like, it's overhyped. It's because you waited too long to see it, okay? Yeah. You Bye. waited too damn long. Bye. So then you were like, meh. Oh, no, I'm not talking about y'all. That movie's at 97% on Rotten Tomatoes still. It is still a grade A film. And it ha it makes, it excites me to know that it has surpassed James Cameron's too goddamn long movie of Titanic. <laughs> Most iconic scene in that film is the scene in the car. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When it gets all misty and you see her hand slap the window and it drags down. That's yeah. the most iconic scene of Titanic, okay? I must draw you. Like, oh, that's good too. There are some <laughs> iconic scenes in there, okay? Whatever. But really, this makes me, this Black Panther surpassing the Titanic makes me feel like we're moving forward in America and in the world. We are. It's a big deal. Because it feels like it's for the people. Hey, don't play that one too long either. Hey, hey. hey. <laughs> we ain't got that Kenny you one either. Yeah, you should have played my favorite part, though. I should have. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so that is some more great news. And then finally, the talk of the town. Yeah. The talk of the town. Okay. Okay. Jesus. Also, ugh, okay. Whew, yeah. This just brought Ooh. up a lot of feelings. Hold up, hold up, hold up. First of all, do not pretend that Chloe Kardashian started that phrase because everything they do and steal is usually from if black you women. Don't get your swagger jacket. Ooh. So y'all need to quit playing because that was they they stole that like they do everything else. So quit. So let's just put that to rest immediately. Don't act like it wasn't black hood chicks that started that. So give it back to them. Or don't claim it. Congrats, Cardi B. You have a killer album and you're having a baby. Yeah, I ain't even gonna lie. I heard the album. I heard it twice. Did you? I can't yeah. even lie. I haven't heard it yet. Because y'all know how I am. I do like I a know. whole spiritual ritual. Yeah, you gotta wait. And I like pray you got like, on well, how many how many days left before you actually listen to like I don't 14? know. I gotta have like two solid hours to process an album yeah. and then I'm like, okay, I'm you good. gotta do like a, a retreat, you gotta go hiking. I light my sage, yeah. turn on my essential oils. Yeah. All of it. All of it. No, but to be honest, like just real quick on the album, I, I wasn't expecting a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Just because I hate being let down. Mm. But Damn, was, that's sad. That's how yeah. I feel too. I mean, 2018, what you going to do? Right. But um, it was a dope album. I'm okay. glad to hear that. Yeah, Everybody I I've it. heard has great reviews. Yeah. Um, I always, you know, still process things on my own. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm very glad to see that it's it's a successful album. And then on SNL... The rumors had been happening. I was very happy when she was like, I'm not pregnant. I'm just fat. Let me be or something. And I was like, same bench, like, let me live. Or I don't remember what she said, but it was iconic. And then it was like, oh, she actually is pregnant. And on SNL, she was singing um, Be Careful, which is a cute little song. And um, sorry, that sounds weird. I know. Cute little song. It is cute because she's like all soft. She's doing her, her, I can lose my heart and she's like be careful be careful okay so you see what i'm going for um but then the light flashed and you saw the baby bump i was like that's cute look at you having your little beyonce pregnancy moment is that bad that i compared it to her i'm not trying to compare i'm just Mm. saying that's sweet and cute that they have their little pregnancy moments yeah um my my main complaint was that it was with offset um <laughs> Are you upset that it was with Bruh, offset? That that beam <laughs> with yeah. the baby. Um but I really appreciated I believe it was on the Breakfast Club when she was talking about how because I was I'm guilty of thinking this and saying this is like oh man like for women pregnancies often like you know put a put a pause on their career or often stop their career and I I was concerned for her in that way but She's very real. She knows what she's doing. And she said, nah, like, why is it got to be like that? It doesn't have to be like that. I can keep doing my thing. And I really like, I know there's lots of things that, that sweet Cardi B has to work on just like the rest of us humans and some problematic shit she backs. If you perfect, what's up? But like some problematic stuff she says, we've talked about it, but we, you're human and she's flawed and she's accepting of that. And she celebrates that. And it's really hard not to love her um so i'm very happy for cardi b and she even said like even if she said even if we don't work out he's a good dad so i didn't make a mistake there and i was like ooh, you shut me right up ma like good for you like do your thing i'm happy for you and cheers to more success for for afro latinas and i believe that is all we have for the juice this week cheer all right, we are now welcoming to the show the magnificent Arturo Torres. Yeah. Yay. Arturo Torres. It's really just me clapping by myself. It, it, usually his sound effects machine is a little bit more rapid. However, we want to give... I have to do two jobs today. Oh my God, you're working so hard. Yes. So, Arturo Torres, I feel like your name says it enough. Maybe that's just me because like, I connected you that way. However, your online bio on your website just says, I doodle, which is very humble. A lot. You doodle a, a lot. lot. A lot. That's you doodle a lot. However, you do a lot more than doodling. You are a super dope artist, and we're going to learn a lot more about you, not just through your bio, but through a great conversation. (laughs) So, we will start now. Okay. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being with us. Hey, thanks for having me, (laughs) y'all. I figured that'd be the best way to start. I should not already be laughing. Super country. That's how people think I sound. 
I'm gonna love Lord. this interview. This is already a lot. So we've uh, been here for 30 minutes, and the interview has just now started, guys. Yeah, he's like, true. they told out. me to be here at seven. That's seven forty-five. It's eight thirty. Okay, drag that's us. That's true. He's drag right. us. How you got such a good concept of time, bro? Listen, he's literally. It's because we were bonding in other ways. Okay. Whoa. So now, hot and ready, little Caesars. Okay. So now we can officially start the interview. Tell us about your childhood. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Garland. I think you have the Wikipedia page somewhere. I but did. Yeah, I grew yes. up in Garland. I grew, but grew I want up. it straight from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. I grew up about like five minutes away from downtown Garland. I don't know if that's if people know Garland. I know. It's such a weird place because when you go there, it's like old people mm-hmm. and then thugs. Okay. In the 90s, that's what it was. It's that is true. I, I, I worked at a Bank of America over in downtown Garland. Oh, so I know exactly Probably what you're... the same one that's yeah, I been think there. It, yeah. It hasn't left. It's, yeah. We have like two banks there. Yeah, it has a basement. Like a really old... Yeah, it's old school. It's like a dark brown, like maroonish color. Yeah. It's like super dark. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're yeah. really talking about the Bank of America. Yes. Yeah, but yeah. I hate right them. Now. Okay. They overdraft you like $35 mm, three yes. times at once, bro. True. They <sighs> made my high school horrible. Oh. Uh, I know. But uh, yeah, no, I grew up I grew up in the 90s near Garland. And Dallas, it's weird because the mentality there, it's like Dallas is... Like, if it was in a different state. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's something different. Like, you just hear about it. Yeah. Like, you, you hear, it's like, oh, if you want to go to the zoo, like, it's so far away. Mm-hmm. The wow. weird thing is, like, I look at that giraffe lick in the air, like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> every time I drive by, it's like, it's nothing. It's like, it's not that cool, but okay, guys. Like, everyone in Garland just thinks it's, like, some, like, crazy Iconic, place. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, for so, sure. Yeah. But. That's very telling. And so then how did that area affect your childhood? <sighs> a lot. I had, man, the thing is, like, everyone probably thinks this is going to be such a funny, like, podcast, but it, we're about to get some nasty stuff. We can get It's we like can Atlanta get Monster oh <laughs> or Cereal or it. Up and Vanish. Those you other should, great podcasts. You stop it. You can get it on Spotify. I feel attacked right now. Yo, no, but uh, no, but in all honesty, so I, yeah, I grew up on a street named Armstrong, mm-hmm. and crossing Armstrong were two streets. One was East Side, and was one was West Side. And I guess because of the name, people that claim East Side, oh Lord, lived on East Side, and people that claim West Side lived on West Side, and like. They, we, everyone was pretty cool with us, so they would fight around our homes. Like they would never be on our sh- on our grass. It yeah. was always like fight, what? fight, fight. Go around the Taurus <laughs> family, fight, fight, fight. Yeah, wow. that's wow. nice of them. It's considerate, but I mean, it's still not a good living situation. Not a situation. safe, no, yeah. not like, a safe yeah, environment. Yeah, you still see it. Yeah, yeah. And so Jeez. yeah, there was stuff like that. My neighbors, a long time ago, like the neighbors around the time I was like five or six. Maybe seven. I don't know time when I was little. Right. What but, time? Um, yeah, there was like, they were raided. Mm. There was an FBI came by. and like what? they Yeah, they brought in, they knocked on on the, on the our house and they brought in like all the children, like my neighbors, like the kids and the Your mom. Your neighbor's kids. Yeah, and the mom. Yeah. While they were raiding the house and like the house, you can get underneath and they found a bunch of like cocaine like oh, just cool. oh my god yeah and we were cool with them like we didn't know this was happening like we were super cool they invited us over for parties there's like bachangas there every week it would start yeah. friday and end sunday with and menudo yeah you know what i mean 
And so, but yeah, they they just came with helicopters. Like it's crazy, dude. Like it was. was Why does your childhood sound like a movie? I don't know. But but do you remember? Do you remember all that happening from the time you were a kid? Like forever? Like it was throughout? Yeah, because it's just not something that you forget. It's scary. No, I know that, but I mean in the sense like it. There was never a period when it stopped. Between the east side and the west side in Garland. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a lot different now. It's weird because now the kids that saw all that stuff, like, live there. And it's mm. weird because they didn't escape. They became a product of the environment. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, it's just, it's weird. Like, it's weird going back. Right. My brothers live there now. Like, my mom passed away two weeks, uh, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they live still in that same house. And so, when I go visit them, like, it's just weird seeing them, like, they're just knuckleheads or idiots. Yeah. You know, they're just, yeah. So you remember in, in the Garland area, in that specific hood, I guess, yeah. that was consistent throughout your life then? That, yeah. And then, you know, we Mexicans have godmothers, you know. <laughs> uh, hey. So down, like several blocks down the street where they lived, that there was legit, like, those neighborhood crime watches, mm. like at every block. Yeah. Like my cousin, I, I don't know what you call them. It's not. It's not your cousin. Like if it's from your godmother, we uh, just call yeah. them primos. We, we call them cousins call them too. Cousin. I have yeah, cousins that aren't cousin. my cousins. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just. It's your primo. Yeah, we just call them primos. Yeah. <laughs> so my primo, he was like in a gang. He was, you know what I mean. So like he would just show up with all his little hood homies, and it's just being obnoxious. Yeah. And you never felt pressure to join that, or how did you feel? No, or but did I you feel join? Like, yes and no. I, I think. So the other thing is that I come from domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Like my father was an alcoholic, which is why I don't drink. You asked me mm-hmm. if I want some wine, but like it comes from that. Like I just made a promise to myself that I would never drink. Um, plus, like it's it becomes <clears throat> genetic right. being an alcoholic. It it it's in your it becomes genetic. Like, mm-hmm. So I figured everyone in my past is an alcoholic. If I stop that, you know. Uh, through me yeah, in like, the cycle yeah like if i if i can do anything to stop that so that if god allows it i have children that's not passed down to them mm-hmm. and even if they want to drink like that's cool with me but know that like hey this isn't my past like if you're gonna drink like just know and take it responsibly Damn. you right. know so things like that you know that's I, powerful that was there um and i know that there was a lot of hatred i was really pissed mm-hmm. for the like well no you know you hit puberty and you're just a Angst. knucklehead. Yeah. yeah. And so you had that with the absence of a father and just seeing a bunch of gangs, uh, you know, around you and surrounding you, including your cousins. Mm-hmm. You want, that's what you see. So you're, you're used to it, yeah, you know? So I figure like, yeah, if it wasn't for drawing, I probably would have, like, I would probably still be there. Mm-hmm. Like I would be one of those kids that grew up, mm-hmm. that, you know, I would be a, a, a victim <clears throat> of my environment for sure. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. So then when did you first get into art? Because you're saying that's what saved you, which is really amazing. So I I mean, through, I knew how to draw. I was learning how to draw because it was a way for me to cope with stress. And like, if mom, mom would come in to our room and be like, hey, like, dad's, dad's in his mood again. Mm-hmm. Put on a movie, or, you know, or here, draw, whatever. And so I would just draw comic books. We, we had comic books early on. And so I would replicate the drawings, the comic books. If I didn't like it, I would change the ending. Like, Aww. I would do everything. 
So, excuse me, I was trying to yawn, like, trying. I don't know if I'm trying to burp or not, but <laughs> it's horrible for the podcast. So, if I sounded weird, if I sounded weird just then, it was because of that. I had a dramatic effect, bro. I like that. Did it? Yeah, yeah. it worked. It I worked. was like, no, nah, it was like, it's almost like, yeah. It, I, should, I, I mean, it made me want to draw comic books me and too. rewrite the ending, you know what I mean? But, uh, <laughs> I just sipped some water. But, yeah, um, and then the other thing is just, like, it got to the point where, like, I was noticing things about my dad that he wasn't as good as I thought he was. And mm. so I would draw characters like Spider-Man that, you know, that would save my mom and us, wow. you know, and dad was the villain, you know, to that point. So it was, I was starting to realize things. And uh, my dad, I don't know what he did exactly, but it got us, we ended up going to the shelter for Genesis, uh, Genesis mm-hmm. the, woman the shelter. women's shelter there. Yeah. And so uh, my older brother couldn't go, so he lived with my uh, godmother. He was mm-hmm. going to Garland High School. And uh, I don't know if, this was, if he was in 11th grade or 12th grade, but uh, at that time, he was still there, so he couldn't go. He was still attending school. And we went with my mom and uh, the counselor there. you got to sit through a counselor like while mm-hmm. you're going there just to make sure that your kid's not going to go crazy, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. I don't know. I, I went Some crazy. Some kind of they therapy went, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> they knew that I was, one, I was pretty shy, and I don't really speak English pretty well at mm-hmm. that time. I went to ESL. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, they they gave me, they saw that I would draw, so they gave me my first set of art supplies there mm-hmm. at Genesis Shelter. The, wow. the counselor did, yeah. So that's how I was drawing kind of the questions that she was giving me. You know what I mean? So she tricked me. That's yeah, what she did. I mean, that's a, that's a big pissed. popular form of <laughs> I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> I am livid. But, uh, I yeah, am no, angry. she's a sweetheart. Yeah, and yeah, we'll get back to Genesis and mm-hmm. what Shay and I ended up doing for them uh, a few years ago. I think it was cool. a few years ago. Right. But uh, yeah, so I went from there and then I just continued drawing. I think like the first contest I entered, it was for 9 11. Mm. Um, and you had to draw something that represented. Uh, I remember that. That represented like what was going on at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I had, what I ended up doing was I drew, what's that famous statue of all the soldiers holding that flag? Yeah. I oh, had yeah. a, I had that, but I ended up adding, uh, I, I switched it out. So it was a soldier, it was a police officer, it was a firefighter, it was a paramedic. Like it was a bunch of people. Oh, so snap. it was several people holding yeah, it. Yeah, we've, we have to have seen, I've seen it. Yeah. And so th- I won that contest and they, f- they took that drawing and they placed it where, the towers were at. Originally. Yeah, of course. So Everyone is seen. Yeah. So that Wait, was I'm of- so shook right now. Hold on. Yeah, I you think drew that. You're that kid. I feel like I've heard this before. I don't know, but I just know that I drew it. I <laughs> yes. Know, I don't know what the heck you guys are tripping. We know. No, because we know it, you're because I it's think an impact. We know the image. We know so the image. So obviously, it, yeah, your work precede your reputation. Your work precedes you, but that's that's impact. <laughs> like that's a powerful. I don't. I'm looking at y'all weird. But <laughs> anyways, <laughs> y'all are interrupting my podcast. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yeah, that's crazy that you've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's won. Nuts, yeah. The 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 thing was that you would you uh you would enter it. The winner got like a bunch of art supplies. And by the way, those art supplies they gave me sucked. <laughs> there were those like fix your price. There were those they crayons. Prism colors. No, there were those crayons were like if you rose art. Yeah, where it left two streaks. It left two streaks. Get that uh, out of here. But it wasn't, it wasn't Rosa, uh, Rosa. But it was like Rosa the art, cheap But ones. it was like that. So it came. Like it almost scratched the paper when you drew it? Yes. Oh, uh, no. Got it, bro. So it, it, uh, 
it had it but it was weird because it would look like a suitcase you open it up and it had your markers it had watercolors it had your pencils uh pencil uh, color pencils your crayons and then like erasers different oil erasers, pastels, and then oil pastels mm -hmm. yes and then uh the sharp uh, pencil sharpeners yes i remember those kits yeah and it had like a tiger at the front yeah wow. So, but it yeah. was it was we mediocre. But it was, Somebody yeah, find it us an image of that. It wasn't that good. I'm going to give you another one of those kits and replace nah, the crayon. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm you do that, I'm throwing them away. No, it's going to say de colores on it. I'm still throwing it away. Oh, okay, like, wow. Anyways, that's go on, like go a on. Christmas gift that someone re-gives the next year. Like it's, I don't know why you would it's do that. It's a white elephant I gift. I just told you that they suck, and <laughs> you're gonna give that to me. Here you go. <laughs> I'm gonna replace it and make it better. No, you can't. Uh, okay, well, anyway, so that is beautiful, beautiful. Um, we're gonna find that image. Yo, this first dude of just all. pulled a red bandana from this back right <laughs> pocket. <laughs> what? We got blocks in here, bro. <laughs> Don't put us on blast. No one. I, I came Widow in here crit walking <laughs> and he mugged me. Oh my god! And then you took his Yo, shoes. Yeah, is, I took his shoes. Yeah, he is straight dipped in that. Oh my god! So then, then I this was this is what we've been discussing already. But I asked how your environment or your environment impacted you and your work, <laughs> um, yeah. which is pretty much I would say everything that yeah, you were no, doing absolutely yeah it changed so much it was uh, it was a weird process it was i legit like it felt like that episode of uh the fresh prince of bel-air mm -hmm. where you know will's character's talking to his uncle like that dad the episode dad? oh we've already where, talked about that on this where show he was like, why doesn't he love me like yes. that was me but i didn't have an uncle so it was me like mm. to myself like yeah. you know what i mean like it i would go and like wonder all there's time yeah. where like we, I kicked my dad out. So I don't know how you want to go about this whole story. Whatever you're most comfortable know, like, with. I don't know how to. I can tell it all. I've told it many times because I know that like everyone here has a story, and so right. you should tell it because it can help someone. No, absolutely. That's what the whole point. That's, is. Why, that's why we but freak out when we talk I'm like about your stuff. I'm jumping back and forward, and I don't know like. And what's your next question? What's your next question? Let me no, look at your no, question. No, <laughs> Why is no it blank? don't. Yo, he's, he's, <laughs> pulling, he's pulling Emma's he's computer, pulling my computer. I, in there. He just makes me feel attacked right now. No, I want to hear this story because it doesn't matter what questions I have when the story you're telling us is so impactful to both of us. And like, yeah, seriously, um, like we every talking, single thing you've said. Yeah, even with the alcohol thing, like we relate to that. Like I understand that, like on on a deeply personal level. Yeah. And so I understand, like it's it's very difficult to overcome something like that and for you to sit there and say that you made that conscious decision bro like to me that's more that's that's more impactful to me than like your your body of work which is amazing that's which what, is amazing that's the point so man i gotta keep drinking this see this is why i had to get water yeah no what's it called cotton mouth right we've, cotton mouth, yeah. we've yeah. talked to like i just want to know why you have Dwayne rock johnson as your wallpaper <laughs> No, but go ahead. Go ahead. On for real. Blast. I go wish ahead. I had Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's <laughs> a work computer, game. too. It is a work computer. The same. Yeah, go ahead. What were you going to. You've asked a lot of. How are we going to go from Dwayne the Rock Johnson back to alcoholism? Because life is beautiful and we can keep going back and forth. <laughs> what, were, what was your next question? I wanted to keep discussing that story. Okay. If you don't mind. I, no, I don't. I just don't know like what your questions are, so I don't want to jump back and forth. Don't worry about the questions. So, okay. I can reframe them as All we right. go. So this is what happened. I, 
you can only stay at the Genesis shelter for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ended up going back. But at, while you're there, like, they're working with you to help with the what's going on at home. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's the goal. It's not to keep you at a shelter forever. Right. You know, so while we were there, like, they're doing all the legal work to pretty much get my dad out of the, out of the house. Mm. And so eventually, like, my dad, and so there's more to it. Like, his family was just very abusive. It wasn't just him. Like it's a cycle. He was influenced by them because uh, the fam- his family was, uh, his family was. I, I don't know if it was jealous or what, but it was one of those things where like you treat her, you know, his wife that mm. he married, and like you treat her better than us, you know, like things like that. Like mm. it's, and it got to the point where like it's her or your family, like you know what I mean? Wow. Which is a messed up thing to put a man That's through. Terrible, like, yeah. It's, and so, I mean, I, myself, I'd be like. Effort, bro. Mm-hmm. I got kids. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that's not. very like, telling. Also, I'm I'm not trying to stereotype the, the Latino community, but I've heard that a lot. Yeah. Where there's mm-hmm. a lot of families, and even with personal experiences with my own family, where I'm just like, whoa, like the fact that that happens so often, and yeah. it's just kind of written off as norm. Well, we, I mean, we when we come here, it on the way it works, it's just. You have to stick together because you have no one else. Like, you come here, the language is against you. Mm-hmm. And the world is working against you. So, you, you think, like, your family is the only thing that you have. Right. It's you and your family. So, when the fa- one of them says, nah, deuces, it's like you're traded. You're being right. traded. So no, it's absolutely. Like, That's it's right. It's understandable, but it's also my story is extreme. Like, that mm-hmm. shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he, he shouldn't have done what he did. Right. Now, the other thing is, if... He didn't like. Where would I have end up? Would mm-hmm. I have even been in this podcast? Like, I'd be in jail. I'd be dead. I'd right. be in a gang. Something. And that's what's so interesting with trauma and with these yeah. things that happen. That so often there are motivators, and they because we want to get out of that, or we want to help our parents, or we want to help our mom, or we want to change our path yes. so that our families don't continue yeah. down the same trail. And my family was pissed when I told them I was going to go to college. They're like, Nah, mm. your brother's been working the whole time. My older brother, because he had he left school. Yeah, he was about to graduate, but he left so that he can provide, you mm. know, uh, provide for that, you know, because my mom family. was an immigrant. Yeah, and so was my older brother, but my older brother was in better condition, working, you know, to work. My right. mom was, you know, she was she was weak. She took a bunch of uh, punches to the head. Like wow. she, yeah, she, she pretty much she died really young, and mm-hmm. all those, all that abuse caught up to her. I don't, you know, wow. pretty soon. So it just. She was losing her eyesight. She was, had mm. arthritis where she, you know, she was being hit. She got hit in the head um, by like a metal lunchbox that my dad threw at her. So her Gosh. her eyesight was going away because of that. And like I remember going to the doctors because I had to translate. You know, my mom doesn't yeah. understand English, so it's like, hey, you're gonna lose your eyesight little by mm. little. You know, and so seeing that now, like seeing it later, and like holy crap, like I remember this. Like I was 11 years old. You know, when they said this. Yeah. You know, it's like now I'm 26, 20, uh, 26 when I saw it. I'm 27 now. Like, but uh, yeah, or not 26. I was, you know, 25, 24. Now I'm, mm-hmm. I'm messing everything up. No, you're okay. Don't worry but, about um, it. How'd you, how'd you like, bro, how'd you find that fucking strength? Like to, you know what I mean? Like you, what you're doing is Four. monumental, but like, how did you, you know, cause you, you understand, you know, going to college and doing these things where even, even as little as translating, which is a huge thing, you know what I mean? But yes. things like translating and things like, you know, saying you kicked your father out and making the decision to go to college, like that there's a strength associated with that. That's very difficult when it feels like you're fighting against the current. 
because I'm real. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't. I I don't know. I really don't like. I don't know if it's because, and I realize that like everyone in the neighborhood is kind of like my dad, and it's not in the sense that they're abusive, but like in the sense that they're taking advantage of life or taking advantage of another person or taking advantage of. Uh, celebrating or whether it's with alcohol or different substances, you know what I mean? In general. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's just I don't know. Like I just wanted to do the opposite. Like the day that I kicked. So what happened when I kicked my dad out? We were back home from the shelter. My dad couldn't. My dad had a restraining order. My mm. dad and the, his family had a restraining order. Um, my dad comes in from the bathroom window from our house pissed he's drunk um and so we hear a noise my mom gets up first and i hear it i'm i've always been a light sleeper to this day i'm a light sleeper like we're buying a house where like it's super quiet because any noise just wakes me up yeah. like i yeah it just freaks me out but like i get up and i was i was nine years old when this happened um and my mom's walking she's in front of me she didn't know that i was there uh and I remember, I see some red eyes because it's all dark. Mm. And it's just, it was my dad. And he's just drunk. And he grabbed two knives from the kitchen where he was attempted to kill my mom. Shit. I turn on the lights and that's when I see my mom. Like, my mom noticed what it is. And he starts, she starts running back. And I grab my dad. And it's like, at that point, like, you realize, like, this person's bad, you know? Yeah. And we, uh, I knock him out. And my mom realized, too, at that point, like, he, I knocked him out. And he passes out. Like, it's pretty easy to knock someone that's been super blasted, like, it's a super mm. drunk. Mm. And if you're nine, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's. How old were you around that time? I was nine. Oh, wow. So <clears throat> that happens. We hogtie him, call the cops. We, he wakes up and we tell him, like, look, like, I'm never. Like, we are going to succeed without you mm-hmm. better than we were with you. Absolutely. And, you know, so that happens. And, uh, we couldn't find a knife for the longest time for some reason. Like, I knocked him out, and he, you know, consciously, like, like threw them around. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, behind, they're underneath, like, the couches and stuff. So we found them, like, the week later. And my ass is size to, like, I don't know where I got this. But I was, like, a detective. I grabbed <laughs> the napkins, like, to grab the knife. So I was, like, I knew that it would have, like, oh, the fingerprints. Word. yeah. Because my ass, like, my, mom's, my mom didn't know English. So I'm watching, like, all these, like, rated R movies, yeah. all these, like, detective movies. Like, <laughs> Immigrant child, such yeah, you know, oh, really? like, no, but that's, watching yeah. too much we shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. But like, so I knew it was like, okay, I'm gonna wrap this up. We call. There was a detective like on the case to do all this stuff, and I was like, yeah, call us if you ever find it. Like, whatever's going on. Like, so we did to show proof, and so because we would go to court, it was like a thing to go. And, like people would knew my mom. They knew like it was weird. Like it yeah. felt like family members when it shouldn't mm-hmm. yeah. you know what i mean we would go there and it was like i was thinking we were taking our family photos but really it was just photos for evidence that of what my dad was doing wow. so it's like photos of like the bruises that my mom had you know photos like mm. and if you see those photos like my little brother and i are like smiling and we have mm. those photos back at home damn like it's crazy yeah it's super sad like that what seeing those um but yeah that went from there uh then I spent like a whole year going to like the library and like learning how to do construction and stuff because we couldn't afford it. And like our house had like cast iron piping mm-hmm. and like wow. and they're super old. So we had yeah. to like switch them over. And like I was there like 10 years old, like digging the backyard. Wow. If y'all don't know, like piping, the piping goes down like Deep. past Deep. six feet. Like it was, yeah. 
it goes at an angle. And mm-hmm. so, like, we had to do all that stuff. We hired someone, like, that knew how to do it, but we knew that if we helped out, that price would go down because right. he wasn't doing all the work himself. Yeah. You know, so that's what we would do. Um, but, yeah, it, we and then from there just continued to draw. Like, I, I just... It was a way for me to cope with things. Yeah. And so I think that's my thing. It's like people that that do drugs or drink, like it's you do it to escape. And so yeah. what I did, I didn't do that. I ended up drawing. So I would just do it all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if I have that mentality, that addicting mentality to do something so much, obviously I would have freaking done drugs i would have been an alcoholic myself like you know what i mean like it's it's the same thing it's coping well, it's, it, yeah and it's easy to and fall into easy, that trap yeah so that's what i was doing wow i i feel like i need <sighs> to take a break um <sighs> because this is you are a testimony to so many things and there's so much stuff you brought up that we maybe haven't been able to cover to the scope Seriously. that we want to but like they're those 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 hot but those those topics that Oh my, yeah, I mean it's it's difficult to classify it because you're covering so much, but at the same time, like this interview is one, it's nothing like what I thought it was gonna be, but two, it, it's like <laughs> it it's can like, still go. A, a, no, for real, it gets better. Like, Trust me, <laughs> right. well, I end up being on a podcast. You know, <laughs> so it does get better. This isn't like cereal no. or <laughs> you know, up and vanish or do it. So Atlanta monsters. <laughs> or Atlanta monsters. You can no, listen I mean, to it on Spotify. No, but for oh, real, oh like. My God. They need to pay you. (laughs) For real. But for real, like you here conversing with us, like that is a testament. It's kind of, so that's, that's the reason why I draw, honestly. Well, are we going to take a break or do you want to end it a little bit and then get back to it? No, we don't have to take an actual break. I just meant that in the sense that like, uh, there's a lot that could be say and I could probably even tear up and I don't even want to do that. But just that like you touched on so many things that like immigrant children deal with yeah and and you are so so positive and you have so much charisma and i just met you but the fact that like we're able to connect on that and then the fact that you pushed past all that yeah and we're gonna talk through it more and see how you got there of course (laughs) yeah yeah, but like wow yeah i know it sucks (laughs) it sucks but like so i will now explain like how it got better yes from 10 on how do we get to where we are but the reason why I'm okay with telling all of this, and then I'll get back to that. No worries. Um, is because I know that I got out of it. And when I go back and see those people, like, that they're stuck there. They can't get out. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's other kids like me. I've gone in, uh, man, I always caught mouth. I've mm-hmm. gone and ta- made talks to, like, kids in the, like, probation center. I just burp, too, and I taste the uh, little Caesars. <laughs> Hot and ready. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh... I go, I'll go and, like, talk to kids, and, like, um, there's this guy named Vincent Coronado. He's, like, he's helped me go and talk to those kids, and, like, I have a, he was telling me, like, yo, like, you need to go talk to this certain kid because he's going through the exact same thing. And it's just, like, if I can do that, like, even if it's one kid, like, if I can tell them, like, look, you can also get out of it. Like, it doesn't end this way that there's always two options. Like, that's why I draw, because mm-hmm. it's, that is the little thing. The bigger message is letting these kid, Latino kids, black or brown kids, know that they don't have to be a victim of their environment. I just do it through drawing. They can do it through other things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I need to bring I don't it to my draw, campus. I don't draw that good. I just work really hard. 
You know what I mean? Like, my colors are good. There's people that draw better, but they're not going to work as hard as me. Mm. And that's the difference. Like, you got to put in the work. Like, someone messaged me the other day. I was like, hey, like, honestly, I need your honest answer. Do you really need talent or can you draw by learning? You know, it's like, I told him, like, I did. I traced, like, superhero characters. I learned. I taught myself. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Now, there were some classes while going to school that I took to get a little bit better. But you do it all yourself. You get on YouTube and learn, bro. YouTube University. (laughs) That's real, though. (laughs) And that's true for many different uh, art forms and other things as well, not just... Um, learning to draw. I know another friend that learned how to make piñatas off of YouTube and things oh. like that. So there's definitely lots of. Uh, That's like some real. If that doesn't avenues. embody like so much of what Decolores is trying to trying to like, you know, convey and amplify and let people know, then I just don't know what we're doing here. But Truly. that's like honestly, those are some of the truest words that we like to live by, and at the same time, like spread that message. So right. So then from 10 onward, yeah. you, y'all were more safe then at that point after that. And so you were able to focus more on family life and, you know, just living within this hood or how did, how do you think it best worked? I guess. Um, so it wasn't easy. No, because at least my dad was helping pay the rent mm-hmm. for this point. It's like. Who's going to pay that now? Right. You know what I mean? Where both of my my brother and my mom's immigrant. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't easy. It still wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was never easy. Right. That's just the thing. Like, it's just because that was left, it's still, you know, if you see a big tree, but there's still roots. Right. You know, and those roots are going to keep growing. Still a gap. Yeah. And those can eventually, those can break concrete. They can break, like, it's still going to affect something. Mm-hmm. Um. And so you can cut the tree down and eventually those roots will, you know, but it'll still be affecting something. Mm-hmm. Um, but so it was a hard time. My mom was, you know, going to the pawn shop and pawning necklaces, earrings, rings, whatever she can do to get money and then eventually pay it off. And it got to a point where like the people at the pawn shop, like, they were, like, family. They knew why we were there. They knew that my mom would eventually pay everything back. They knew that it was going to take her a long time, but she can pay it back. Um, there was a mechanic also that would lend her borrow money. And so that was the thing, you know. There were people that were always helping us. The neighbors were always helping us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had we had a group, you know, that was there. But, um, yeah, it was still tough. Like, it sucked, right. you know? And then, so then your focus became more serious on art in high school and then into college? Yeah, it was in high school. I was, let's see. I was drawing all the time. And then it wasn't, I think we went to, I think it was my sophomore year. Mm-hmm. We went to a, um, oh, I don't know what it was. We went to an art gallery mm-hmm. in Dallas. I forget the name of it. I don't know. I want to say it was called Kettle Art, but I don't think it was called Kettle Art. I don't know. There, there is a Kettle Art. There, I know there is, but I don't think it was that one. Oh, you don't think it's We one. need yeah, to figure out which one it was. But um, uh, what else? I saw a guy that was there. Like their teacher, our art teacher took us there. And uh, there's this guy named C. Kirk. And he, I just, I didn't really care for the artwork. I just knew that he did it, mm-hmm. that he made a living doing that. And it blew my mind. I was like, that's not a real thing. Like, that's a lazy job. And look <laughs> at me now. No, um, but uh, 
And what what was his name? What C. Kirk. Oh, C. Kirk. Okay. Yeah. Um, but so I follow him around. I saw that he had like a little piece of a he had like a a notebook where you can write your emails or you can email mm. him if you have any questions. So I ripped the page that had his email, and I kept the email. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I emailed him like several days later. And I was like, Hey, I like what you're doing. I want to do that. <laughs> Just like that. I'm a sophomore. And he goes, he responds back and was like, let me see your stuff. And so I did. And I was like, it sucks, obviously. But I had the cojones to go and ask yeah, him. This yeah, is, that's, know, a bit, that's the hardest shot, part. I shot really early on. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we do that. That's Shay texting me. Oh, oh, my goodness. Yeah. Who is Shay, that? you're interrupting, bro. Who is Come he? Come on, man. Yeah, We're that. trying to do a podcast <laughs> here. I was, I was supposed to turn in a drawing to him earlier for a little secret project we are working on. Ooh. A little so, secret project? Wow. What say but, you? Um, <laughs> bro, I'm from the hood. We don't snitch. So. Ah! Hey, no, we don't what? either. We got you. You've, you've been talking nothing but truth nah, today, bro. so I appreciate that. Appreciate that. <laughs> appreciate that. <laughs> and I'm still recently. You know you ain't going to catch me slipping. <laughs> but... So he gets, he looks at the drawings, he gets back to me, and it was like, he pretty much told me I suck, but I can, you know, keep working. <laughs> and so I did. So I built a portfolio. I did not contact him until I was a senior. Yeah. And uh, I was in an IB program. Mm. There's other stuff that has, so I was in an IB program uh, because I found out that you get two diplomas. Yeah. And so be- since my brother wasn't able to graduate, I was like, cool. I'm going to get two diplomas, one's for me, one's for my brother. Ay, Dios mío, you're but so beautiful. But these mugs, bro, you know how hard IB is? Yeah, it's What crazy. is IB? It's I don't know what IB is. International, international Baccalaureate. Baccalaureate. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. They started it like a few years, like, I, I mean, we were in high school at the same time, I think, because... I'm sorry, I'm from sorry. the Reagan era, we're so I'm a little bit older. We're ages towards him. I'm a little bit older, yeah. <laughs> Nah, he makes yeah. it seem like did I'm that age. you get your prostate checked up yet? <laughs> I did, actually. It was yeah. terrible. Is it? It was terrible. I can't wait. I don't remember. I can't wait. I can't. So that I want to take homies with me and like record it because it's a serious thing. I think all yeah. men need to do it. Oh, yeah, So for sure. it's the same thing as this. We're like, I know that I have a story to tell. Like, it's yeah. not the same thing. No, it's completely different. <laughs> but like, if we can make it so that something funny or something like that... Guys can watch without being like, oh, this is weird. Like, I'm but it's serious, gonna... though. Yeah, it, it's such a serious thing. Like, it is, if, yeah. Dude, bro, if a doctor wants to put his thing up there like, so that, to tell me that I don't have cancer or not, go ahead, dog. Like, yeah. You're not going to wiggle around. You're just going to go in there now. Like, it's super fast. It's super easy as far as what I've heard. Um, but, you know, like, it's I'm with you, dog. Do I appreciate thing. you. I prostate appreciate needs you. to pay you as well. We the prostate make, program. Yeah, that, we can maybe, maybe write a script together and record it. If this ain't the most motivational, like, life-impacting, positive interview we've ever had. Y'all make sure to moisturize, too. <laughs> yeah, tell them. Drinks lots of water, moisturize. True, yeah. Listen, but, you- uh, but, yeah, no, um. I don't even know where the hell we're at. And the IB program, right? <laughs> yeah. So I was taking two art classes, and I was taking, I was doing IB math and IB art. Like you, back then, you can pick the classes; it can just be one. But now, like, you have to be full IB, yeah, which is scary because there was kids that were like, I remember kids that were crying. Yeah. That I would see, and like, man, there's so much effort that these little kids are putting, like to do this like they're legit like tears like crying 
taking these IB tests and stuff. Like, it sucks. It's not a fun thing. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Bro, y'all can get on. Y'all can do AP. Y'all can or do AP. Y'all can do... Dual credit is what I did that. also. You know what I mean? Like, there's no need Early for that. Early college, graduate kids, high school with an associate. It gives you, like, full credit, like, to college. Like, so oh, it's so, Yeah. Oh, word. I ruined it, because obviously <laughs> I dropped out. But, Listen, it's okay. And there's a reason why. We'll go back to the same thing with Mexican, what uh, Mexicans do with that. But, um... I uh, I was taking IB, and so I was taking two classes. I was building my portfolio. Yeah. And at the end of the year, for your IB class, what you do is you take a fake. They convert the library into a fake art gallery. Mm. And so you have your own walls. Every kid that's in IB oh, art word. has their own walls. They bring in uh, cri- uh, critics, they bring, and you can vote on the which was your favorite artist and like this and that. So and then you have to take you have to take an interview like it was a professional interview. You make your own bio. You do all this stuff like you name it. You got to do the dimensions, cool. all the, the crap, whole like, thing, the whole nine. the whole thing. I graduate. I tell them, all right. You probably don't remember me, but here's this. There's my portfolio. When are we going to get started? Boom. And he looks at it and says, look, you still got work to do, but it's an improvement. And mm. they told me to go to these local places. Like one of them was Our Love Magic. They still do oh, stuff. Right, yeah. um, I'm really good friends with them. I was doing workshops for kids uh, with them. for Like even after I left, like I stopped doing art, selling artwork. But um, so I did that. And I did everything he told me to do. Because I just wanted it. I wanted it be that. Yeah. I didn't um, want to draw like him because I don't think he. Was, but you wanted what he had. Yeah, but I want what he wants. Yes, I was hungry for that. Yeah. I didn't know that that was possible. So I did that, and uh, <clears throat> my first art show. Me and my buddy Julio. Like Julio is my best friend. He was my best man. Like that mm-hmm. dude's my brother. I'm gonna see him after this because oh. he's he's he. Uh, I used to work at Common Desk. I was one of the managers, and he took that spot. Oh. So right. he works there. I gave the job to him. Um, and then I went full time uh, as an illustrator, but <clears throat> he would drive with me. He would help me like load everything up, unload everything up. I was selling drawings for like twenty five bucks, and like now, like that's not what I charge. Yeah, <laughs> I was but, like, like, can we get a Torres for yeah. twenty five bucks? <laughs> you know, so that, and then like I was doing murals for through the school. Um, I accidentally. Uh, I accidentally drew over a painting that was on the cafeteria wall in Garland High School and wrote, Arturo is cool. This is <laughs> all accident. accidentally. The reason why is because I knew How that. How is that an accident? So the teacher accidentally told me that we were going to paint that wall, but it wasn't that wall. It was a different wall. And I knew she that was going to come back. So I wrote Arturo draws. Aww. Arturo is cool. I wrote Arturo is cool. <laughs> yeah. And then, and so I, and we left it there. I went to go get eat. This, the principal sees it. They're pissed. Oh my god! They're mad at me. This painting, this painting, it wasn't of an owl. It's been there since like Garland High School started. <laughs> and Garland High School is the oldest high school, G, high school in the GISD, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh huh. So that was uh, so pivotal. they were pissed, but they could they couldn't do anything because that the teacher accidentally told me this. Yeah. Oh so they, yeah. But Good. Uh, the teachers, those same teachers, they were giving me like work to do outside of school they're like hey like there's this person in, <laughs> in rockwall that wants to do some murals wow. you know wants some murals of the, like the kids room and so we were doing all that stuff um there was a, a coffee shop called the generator i don't think it's there anymore i think it's something else uh down downtown garland and they allowed me to sell artwork there and i was making money i was the only one that was that would sell out all the time wow 
And so they were like, yeah, come back and show me. So they were showing me that there's a, there's a, <clears throat> a, a car, there's like a mom and pop like sandwich shop in downtown Garland that has this ugly crooked Corvette <laughs> car. Yeah, and it sucks. But I was in high school, so I want to repaint it. Aww. But it's still there. Like my initials are on there, and like some yeah. other kids helped out, but I didn't like what they were doing, so I took over. Oh my god! <laughs> Move! I'm a, I'm a make yeah. a crooked Corvette, and <laughs> now it's crooked. Yeah, so I was like, this one right here. Sit down, bro. Be yeah. humble, you know. <laughs> As Kenny says. Uh-huh. But, um, but yeah, so I was doing all the stuff, and you know, doing the art love magic. Me and my buddy Julio would go and like sell paintings for like twenty five bucks to a hundred, and then like. I had like an eight by ten painting, eight feet by ten feet. Oh wow! And I sold it for like two hundred bucks, and I was like, this, I, "I I thought I was the shit." Mm-hmm. Like I was coming home, like give money to mom, That's awesome. my my homie Julia and I. We would go like after the show, and uh, we would go buy food. Like we were like, dude, we're making it. We that's what's up. Like I got you on gas money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I just got out of high school. Like what do I care? Like you know? Like it's. It was dope. Like there were great times. So you were already already feeling that full potential of being an artist. Yeah, it was awesome. I was buying cheap paints, like cheap brushes, <laughs> cheap yeah. canvas, and making money. Like and you're making it happen. Yeah. So then, how did you and Shay start working together? We met on Grinder. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I thought he's bad at hitting me with stuff, but you might be a little sharper. You have Yo. to grinder. Yeah. <laughs> In case you don't know what grinder is, it's similar to Tinder. But, but you for, grind. But grind. instead of tied. You grind instead of tied. Um <laughs> Jesus. But no, uh I was doing so I got from there to uh I started doing I, I was being friends with a lot of people in the mm-hmm. Dallas art scenes. Yeah. Um what I did was I wasn't going to show anyone any of my artwork for several years. Uh, what I was going to do is be friends with as many people that I can be that can help me get to where I need to be. Mm. So if I knew that I needed to be friends with journalists to do write-ups for me, if I needed to be friends with like people from podcasts, like if I needed to be – I just said podcasts because you guys are here, but I never used anyone <laughs> for podcasts. But like, so like yeah so if i need if i need things for like d magazine dallas observer central track like i was gonna be friends with all of them and yeah. you know like try to be cool with as many people like and just be yourself be kind to people don't be a mm-hmm. douchebag like you'll yeah. not that hard yeah it's not hard at all so we were doing that and um then you know eventually i started doing flyers so my first flyer my first paid gig it was for i don't even know how much it was i was probably like 250 it was for Central Track to do like a flyer at uh for the Red Bull uh, Red Bull Sound Select mm-hmm. and uh and so that's what I did. And from then on I just started doing more music flyers for people. And the price started going up and up. And I did one for my buddy Will. He lives who is like one of my best friends. Like he's we one of the well. coolest guy. Sober. Jay sober, yeah. Yeah. We know um, well. Yeah, we do. <clears throat> So DJ Silver, you sound like there's nothing bad. I'm about to, I ride for that fool. What you got to say about him? Stop. No, we know okay. Will. I'm just, just making sure. Will, he's and he's I was Silver. Like, he's spun in some Silver. of your shows. He's I love you, me. Silver. He doesn't listen DJ to us. DJ Silver, he doesn't. He, he does doesn't. his own. He listens to his own music. Yeah. His own mixtapes. Yeah. <laughs> I, and uh, what's the, uh, what was he? Uh, but, booty Fade. So that's what I'm <laughs> into. So I, when he was doing Booty Fade with Picnic. Yeah. 
he had me go do a flyer <clears> for them. It was him and then the outfit and then someone else. And Shay really likes the outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Alpha, Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, they were Buddha Fade and the Alpha Texas were both managed by Rosalinda. Yeah. Um, who manages Sudi, manages Black Moon. Right, yeah. And, yeah, and so, Rosalinda, yeah. So he's, he, Shay's been working on the rap yearbook for like a long ass time. He's trying to f- like find, uh, He's been trying to look for an illustrator. I think he posted earlier that he was going to do originally all the illustration himself. Oh, wow. But he had like three months left. And so he looks at this flyer and he's like, yo, this I've been working on a book. This is the type of art that I want. Who did this so I can hire him? Um, and a bunch of people that knew me, they're like, oh, it's Arturo. You know, this flyer was made by these people. You can contact Rosalinda. And so I think that's how it happened. I think he contacted Rosalinda. Oh, wow. wow. And Rosalina gave him my contact info. Uh, at that time, I left completely. I got kicked out of my loft in, in Deep Bellum. I was making these payments, and they were saying that I wasn't. But I was paying everything Damn. all in cash because mm-hmm. I saw someone do it in cash. It was like the first time like that I was fully paying. On your own. For my, yeah, it was yeah. like my first grown-up like rent. Mm-hmm. And I'm here like – and I see the managers all the time. Right. Because they down the street, and they managed – common death or they managed that managed the building where common death is in deep bellum mm-hmm. and so like they were yeah they were i don't know why they wouldn't say anything ahead but it ended up being kicked out of that place and so i was out of home i and I, the month before that happened i left common death to be a full-time illustrator wow and i was that was like right then there i was recently dating who's now my wife Woo. she was stressing out about all this stuff you know what i mean and so Shay tells me and say, like, "Hey, like we need to work on this book. You know, I want to. I would like to work on this book, and we start doing that. And I didn't know how intense like working on books are, but it's intense. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's. I hand draw everything, so it was my first book. Like we were, I was not sleeping for days. Wow. Like, and then I would crash and sleep for like a whole day, and like it was, it was intense. I also definitely, we definitely charged way too less. Mm. Now we know." Wow. Now we're swimming and all that. You see this? This is Gucci. <laughs> okay, that's not Little Caesars. Yo, he's right? dipping that Gucci, yeah, rocking red bottoms. Tacos, mariachi cap on. <laughs> uh-huh. They got good tacos. They I ain't even going to trip. Yeah. Is that the street from my job? Is that the street from my job? Bro, you ain't never lie. That's oh so overpriced, but it's so good. I, I just go for their like regular tacos and not order a pulpo when I'm like making money. Right. Like, you just like, finished that's how they a book. Know. That's how they know. It's like Eva's $30 chicken nugget. They're like, ooh, he ordered pulpo today. <laughs> yeah, bro. I can't He's do balling. it. I can't do it. Like, I love their tacos, but I can't. That whole Singleton has great tacos. Trumpo's there. Oh, yeah. Taco that's right. Trumpo is there. there. That's literally well, there's my, one, there's, my, there's my one community where, hood. There's one where like you, you have to eat outside. I forgot what it was called, but they had like uh, it's delicious. I, I know, know which one you're is. talking about, but I don't know the name of I it. I don't know the name of it. I just started going to it. I want to bring you to my school. I work over there. No. Okay. Well, no, thank I'm kidding. You. Yeah, we can do something. That's <laughs> fine. Talk to my manager. Okay, bye. No. Yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> See ya. But uh, so yeah, like well, then we started working on the book, and it just started going up. I didn't. I I Google him before I did the project, and I still do that to this day. Anyone mm-hmm. that I work with, I'm like. Who are you? Because I want to make sure that one, you're not a racist, and two, you're not saying awful things like about anybody. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm always looking. I look everybody I up love to this it. day. So did you Google us? No, I just feel like <laughs> I don't do it for Mexicans. Wow. <laughs> Listen, you gotta do it for Mexicans too, because they can be racist Ooh, and Chinos. shit too. This one right here. 
<laughs> you ain't lying. He took his pants off. All right, wait, don't say that. Don't play. It's looking at it's me. It's hot in here. It's hot, hot and what ready. Do? It's hot. Lil Caesar, what's Cochino. up? <laughs> $5. Oh, my God. But, uh, so yeah. then he contacted you. You started, started getting intense it. into the bookmaking process. Yeah. And. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal until like every now and then he would text me like, yo, Urban Outfitters is going to pick, is going to have it. <laughs> and then like, cool, whatever. Like, I keep drawing. My job is to draw. Like, I don't care. Like, all those stuff. Like, it's cool. Right. And it doesn't affect me until like it's out. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, cool, like, because I'll forget it. Like, he told me that, you know, we're still working on the book, and he's telling me this. He was like, Barnes & Noble was going to have it. I was like, that's dope. You know, this, this, and that's going to have it. And I was like, cool, cool. And the book comes out, and then I'm tripping because mm-hmm. it's just crazy. Like, they give you all the copies first. They give you, like, several copies mm-hmm. when the book comes out. And you look at it, and it's just weird. Like, it's, it's a physical Seeing your stuff thing. in yeah. a physical book, yeah. mass-produced. It's crazy. And then... I go to Barcelona the day it comes out, and you see it there, and it's just like, it's intense. Like, what, I, is, what was the first thing that came to your mind? Don't cry. Mm, you should have let yourself you cry. cry. Oh, no, you cried. I will whoop anybody that messes with my friends or family or with Aww. me. Like, I will fight someone, but I will also cry to yeah. like, anything. I'm proud of you. I'm pro-tears, and I always encourage men especially to cry because it's good so often y'all been taught to not cry and to be more masculine so right. i'm glad to hear that i, I tear up yay so i mean then, men should cry i i personally stop. do not quit. Bro, I, do, <laughs> I do it like weekly like it sucks I like, it's not to so it's embarrassing like it's don't be it's embarrassed healthy, yes but if you do it like me like it's every week like it's just like bro <laughs> Calm your ass down. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some, I need no, to that's beautiful. Me. That means Sometimes you're... you gotta cry. Like when Michael leaves the office oh, to go be with bro. Holly, you can't. Yes. Like you have to. The cry. wedding scene yes. also made me cry, though. It did. Not yes. as much as when he leaves. The office. You know? Okay, when Michael leaves, it was like a whole. Yeah. That was like a song and, like and, and then Jim, at the very end, when he comes back, when him and Jim go back and forth, he's and like Jim's roasting yeah. everyone. Yeah, the roasts are so heartfelt. Yeah, because you know doing it out of love. Yeah, so it's just like. Is he, he's no longer because he's a d-bag he's yeah. a jerk but like those insults it's like you, you want feel the that love yeah. yeah no absolutely it's like Don Rickles well, the, we're like Don Rickles <laughs> worse we're so good at getting off track very quickly we are. so then <clears throat> all the success you've seen with Shay how has that impacted you I mean, do you see the car I'm driving? No. I really didn't. No. <laughs> Phantom. He yeah. pulled up in a wraith. No, yeah, right. We had to block be, out. We had I'm to block. terrified. I'd be terrified of driving that. Over here, también? Yeah, with yeah, all those potholes. Like, I drove by Sang to get here. You know oh how many potholes are Yeah, yeah it's going to get worse. itself is I, one entire pothole. My thing is, I hate that they build the trolley here on Sang. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate that trolley thing. Yeah. With the passion. They spend so much money. <laughs> yeah. Like, bro... If you keep going down on that same street you built a trolley that no one goes onto, mm. there's a comic book store that used to be there, Red Pegasus. Yeah, that's over. Right. Yes. I'm good friends with them. I've legit have parked in that parking lot and see how many people get out or go in there, and there's no one. Yeah. And then you drive a little bit further down the street, like there's puddles that need to be filled up. Yeah. Do you, with that money, bro, you know, there's schools that are gonna, that are being shut down in West Dallas. Yes, that's going to be shut down. Like, that's why I'm being impacted that's with what my I'm saying, job. Like, and then we spend money on that trolley. Like, no one cares, bro. There's like, so yeah. much we can talk about with that. But, um, so yeah, we get, but, you know, I don't even know what the hell we were talking before that. Shay. <laughs> Vote Arturo um, Torres is what we're saying. The thing yes. is, like, it's, 
it starts like freaking me out. Like it's <clears throat> it's crazy. And we did when we did the uh, we did the the uh, what's that called the book signing here. We did a book signing here in Dallas and Spencer Records with the rap yearbook. Yeah, with the rap yearbook. And I was just like, no, not many people are gonna show like. You know, we ordered 200 books, and I'm just I like, saw that line, bro. I saw that line. I know. They, I pick up Shay. Me and Pete Freeman from Central Track, Pete Freeman and Shay, like, knew each other beforehand. And uh, so we, Pete Freeman, like, helped out, like, make that event. And uh, we pick him up, and they're both like, bro, like, he's going to cry. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I see that line. It's no. already it's, it's been there an hour before, an hour and a half before the show starts, and there's a line. I go straight to the bathroom, and I'm just freaking Aww. out. Like I'm thinking about like my mom. Mm. I'm thinking about my girlfriend. Like before work, through working on the rap yearbook. Like I didn't have a house. I didn't have an office to work on. Like I was drawn on the floor, and like I was putting pressure on my elbow. And there's wow. a nerve that goes to your hand. Like it, your hand gets numb if you put too much pressure. So I was working on a book on the floor on the broken laptop. And every now and then I'd go to Silver's house and like I would draw there. Like he'd play music. I would draw like that's when I was being the most productive when I was going to Silver's house. But like I didn't have my own place to like work and focus. Yeah. So it was just like and I was turning things late. Like it was just not good. And my girlfriend was having to pay for rent. Like she was having to take care of the food and like all this stuff. Like it just it put like a fire on me. Like still to this day, like it's just that like that the way that worked and like everything on my past, like it's just I don't want to go back to that time, you know, so it it puts a fire on your ass. And I legit, like, I was, all that stuff, the whole, every, my entire past, like, I was thinking about that, the, and in the bathroom, I'm just, like, crying. Mm. And so, yeah, dude, it was a great day. Like, we had a bunch of people, and it got to a point, like, that they, they were only selling one book per person, and then they're, like, you can go back in the line and, like, get your second book, but they wanted to make sure that everyone got a copy. Yeah. So wow. yeah, they sold all the books that day, and I was—I didn't think they were going to. I was freaking out. And wow. so then, with the newer book, the process was much different, I'm sure. Yeah. Did you see the car I got up front? No. He pulled up know. in a race. Look, I'm gonna yeah. go outside after this. <laughs> yeah. and it's not. It's a 2016 Toyota Rav4. Yeah. Like mileage. Woo. <laughs> like, hey, that's real. It is. I that's don't. Real. I don't understand why people have like fancy like cars that like have 12 gallons to. You uh. know, it's like. That makes no sense, bro. Get yourself a nice, good economically car <laughs> yeah. that you don't have to worry about. Yeah. So that is so funny. Yeah. You're very pragmatic. <clears throat> you know? Also because Mexicans have kids and I knew I was getting married, so you know. <laughs> you need somewhere to put Yeah, we need to put babies in the back of the car. <laughs> That's how it is. Every one of my friends. Where's your where's your stuff. family from? My mom is from Torreon, Coahuila. Oh, word. That's what's and up. Then, uh, we got people dad, in Coahuila. Shout out to Piedritas. What's good? What's happening? You know happening? what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do a grito, bro. But hey, hey, this would be too loud. It'd be way no, too loud. Do it, do I've it. done a grito and it's been too Just loud. Back up, really? Back up on yes. the mic a little bit, but we do gritos. Okay. We'll do it, after, we'll do it at the end. Okay. We're going to record it. Though. Because I'm definitely going to need more water. I'll but get some. I'll get some. I'll be I can right go back. grab it. You got it? But uh, so, what, my dad's from Torreon Juarez. My older brother grew up in Chihuahua, Ciudad Chihuahua. Mm. Um, and then I'm from Garland. Woo, Garland. <laughs> so then you've seen great success working with Shay. You did the rap yearbook first and then basketball and new- other no, things. No, we did a newsletter. Okay. We did a newsletter called uh-huh. Basketball and Other Things. Oh. 
So that was the thing. It was. Um, it started from that. It started from there. Yeah, cool. we were doing that um, because I think at that point, uh, Grantland uh, stopped being Grantland, mm -hmm. and so it was just like an in between thing. If I'm correct, I don't know if I'm if, I, if I'm making this up. You can call Shay, but you can call Shay right now. Stop! <laughs> don't do that. He's gonna be like. Uh. He won't answer. Bet. Let's see. Bet you won't put him on speaker, though. Oh, my God. That's how I answer on my phone on speaker. <laughs> Hello? Hello? Bueno? We are calling Shay Serrano. <laughs> hey, um, I'm doing the podcasting right now. Did you? Did we do the newsletter because of the whole Grantland thing? Was that why like we were doing that? I don't remember exactly why we were doing that. We were just doing it to do it. I don't have anything better to do. You don't have anything better to do? <laughs> okay, I didn't know if it was... Like, it was happening, like, right in between that, and then we were just doing our own thing. And then we started working on the basketball book right after that, right? Yeah, the newsletter turned into the basketball book. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty much it. Hi, Shay. We look forward to having you. All right. See you later. Later, dude. So, there you go. <laughs> Makes sense. Um... So delete what I said before. <laughs> We're doing a newsletter because Jay had nothing better to do, and yeah. I I write for my homies. Um, but people wanted to pay for the newsletter, and we didn't want to do it, and we didn't want to do ads. Mm. We didn't ads are uh, dumb. Word. Yeah. So keeping it real. Yeah. We're not like Spotify. No, I'm kidding. Who are you <laughs> not gonna attack tonight? <laughs> no, I'm messing. I love Spotify. Me too. Spotify sponsor us. Ding, ding, ding. We're gonna get on Spotify. Okay. They have to. Unless, otherwise, they now hate that Mexicans. we have Arturo Torres right. on, I mean, that's, they might that's what I'm true. saying. If they don't, they hate Mexicans. That's true. I'm gonna I'm gonna redo the Spotify logo with a little accent mark on the I. Yeah. <laughs> or on Radio. the O. Spotify. Spotify. Oh, you mean the Spotify logo? Yeah. yeah. Got it. But uh, so yeah, we do that, and then at one point, like so many people are asking to donate money, and so we did a thing where. It paid a little bit for me because I was doing this for free. Like, Shay was still had other, his hands in other things. And I was solely just working on this newsletter. And uh, it was every week. So we had to, we do the we do the newsletter. And then while we're doing that, as soon as we turn it in, we're like, all right, what's the next week thing? And it was like every Tuesday or something like that. Mm -hmm. So we had to like finish it by that time. Right. So it was very quick. And so I couldn't really do many things. Because I draw very slow. Like, I hand draw everything, and it's just, I'm getting better mm -hmm. at, like, what not to add, what to add. Because a lot of my stuff early on things, like, it was very complicated. I was adding too many extra things that I shouldn't have. But we ended up accepting the money, and we uh, decided to make a donation. Like, use the money to donate something. And that's how all these donations started. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Shay would still do it before. I remember one time he was giving out, like, $1,000. And they were like, and it was a hundred dollars to like people at fast food restaurants or homeless people. Oh, and we just handed them out. But we were doing like I, th I don't I forgot how much we ended up donating, but we donated like it was over a thousand to Genesis Women's Shelter. Mm. He asked me like, hey, where you know what's a place that we can go and donate to? And I was like, my entire life I've always wanted to give back to the people that took care of me, like mm -hmm. me and my mom. If it wasn't for them giving me those art supplies, like I wouldn't have taken it seriously, you know. And so it was like, bang. That's, he always says that, bang. <laughs> uh, so that's what we did. We ended up donating the money to Genesis, and uh, we kept doing So everything that we would do, was we, when we did accept money, we would donate it. I would get paid a little bit so that I can continue to do this because that's 
Sustainability. Would, yeah. yeah. And then uh, the rest would be donated. <sighs> so. Damn it. Arturo, you make it very difficult not to love you. I mean, who wouldn't want who to love you? Who wouldn't love you? Yeah. But <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. <clears throat> Thanks. But you embody that spirit, man. Like you know, when, when it, you know you people don't look just at, say you love me. That's part of Shay too. That's mostly him. Don't that part. I'm not taking credit for it. No, Shay, not, if you hear this, bro, this is you, not me. No, They're we're not trying me, to discount no, the greatness away from, from that. Shay yeah, or exactly. from what y'all do right. together. But you, as an individual, like you're a vital component of that. Oh, absolutely. So an appreciation for collectively what's happening. Yes, of course. Like people are grateful and thankful for what y'all have done. This is but, all you, Shay. But you, no, honestly, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? All yeah. of all of those things, like, I just, they embody this a spirit. It's just weird hearing two strangers compliment me. And so I'm just... We understand. Because we we, we, we understand the need for people like you. But we're and not strangers anymore. We're friends. No, we're, not, we're not, yeah. Let's and get so, tattoos after this. Yes, and tacos mariachi. No. Colores will ride for you, Arturo. We Thanks, will. dude. We're, Thank you. We are in full support of you. I'm not even going to look at these questions anymore because... She's going to close that. Well, she's not going to close gonna it because she wants to see I the rock. I need it later. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's a gif, too. It's his pecs moving up and down. The whole background yeah. is moving. Yes, absolutely. So then I'm going to ask you a few questions as we start to wrap up because we could talk to you all day, but this episode is going to be too damn long. And though well, people ain't got nothing to do. Y'all can they, listen to this while running, while working. Y'all, y'all good. Driving 15 hours yeah, to Indiana. Yeah, 15 hours straight to Indiana. <laughs> we got you. So you were recently married. How is that going? It's good. She's doing a good job. Oh, my God. She's doing a good job. Yeah. I mean, I can't talk about myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how would I know? Like, I, I know what she's doing, and she's doing a great job but as like a wife. But, co- collectively, was... it's beautiful, it's impactful. It's yeah. Hard. For people that don't maybe want to get married that much. Motivating. Don't do it if you don't want to. Okay, thank you. If you want to, then do it. I think you've shared enough of your story I... to where, like, y'all being married, like, that's, that's, that's like, my good thing, news, you know? Well, my yeah. thing is, if you don't want to get married, then why would you want to get married? Because then I don't want you to have an, a, a, a relationship that's not good. Right. If you want to get married, get married. It's amazing, I'm telling you. That's You'd what I want to hear, the beautiful amazingness But if of you don't want to get married, don't do it. Okay. But I recommend it, just okay. letting you know. Good to know, good to I'm know. I'm having fun. Um, what are your ultimate goals with this career? Being on the Dos, Dos Colores, Dos Colores <laughs> podcast. On Spotify? Dude, on Spotify. On Spotify. <laughs> Spotify, if you're listening. I'm waiting for Arturo Talks. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have a whole, we can make Lots. a segment and then you can make a whole Keep playing. We go roll through with this record. We're gonna roll through with this record at the common desk every other week and be like, yo, Tudor, we're ready for Tudor Talks. <laughs> I brought you a hot and ready, two of them. Yeah. yeah. Hell no. <laughs> I can't do that every day. Uh, what do you hope to see more of in Dallas? Mexicans okay. and black people succeeding. Yeah. Oh, man. That is what that uh, was created bruh. for. That's literally what thing, we started I, for. I, I just I, I go to the church in West Dallas. It's called mm-hmm. Mercy Street, and like our thing there is in the community. Mm-hmm. And so like we go out and we outreach the community. Like I've gone through them. I've gone to go talk to kids at schools and like just seeing like how hard it is for some of these kids and some of these families. And like the thing is like no one talks about West Dallas. They'll talk about South Dallas. They'll mm-hmm. talk about East Dallas, North Dallas, but no one talks about West Dallas. And there's some like it's detrimental like people shit forget. Happening. West Dallas success. And I was just like, and it sucks. I was like, my, I don't understand why. Like, there are people there. And like, the fact is that their schools aren't doing well. A lot of those teachers are working so hard. I, we have a lot of teachers from West Dallas schools that go to our church. And like, 
it's just hearing the way that like the stuff that they do for these kids it's ridiculous like i didn't know just how much work it goes into all of this no it's it's super tough yeah it's not fun at all um i mean it's fun but i'm saying what's not fun is what's happening to them and the kids that's not fun at all yeah like it's it sucks um there's a school that's closed that closed down already yeah i believe so um, and then depending on, I think they're taking Star now. It used to be t- Tax. Mm, tax. 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 And then Star. ITBS. And now Star is like, depending Ooh, on that. I like, don't know that one. That one's Depending on Star, like, they could close other schools. Like, it's just, that's how it is. And no, so, it's completely affecting the school I work at. Like, my the school I work at is going to gain a sixth grade. Is that what you're doing? Okay, so you I work in school, after school okay. programming. Okay. So I knew that the school that they're closing down is going to another school. Yeah, but they're feeding they're, into my school. Yeah, but they're gonna. It's gonna be like a different district or different. Mind some, you, department or one something. of the and I'm not even trying to be like shady. I don't like putting that much business out there because it's not. It's not mine specifically. But because I like to advocate for these issues, I want to keep it real and say my school has no damn space. No, they don't. We have no space. We literally have had after school programming in hallways. Yeah. Because yeah, that's sucks. how much how small our it's campus is, and then like Fiesta is like one of like the the, the only grocery places. store. It's yeah. the only one that Fiesta's right there. Then you have Jerry's, you got Walmart, oh, off yeah, of Cockrell Hill. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, like Fiesta just go got bought bought out by who? Somebody trying to save them <sighs> for like they got it for pennies on the dollar too. Damn. Really? So it's gonna stay. I don't know. It, it, I remember <laughs> it was, it was going to be that last Sunday was like the last day, right? Last weekend? For what? Was for Fiesta. It was I like closing down. What? I didn't know that. I thought it was closing. Yeah, because that was the thing. Like we ended That's up what praying. you're talking about, Rafa? The, 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 the entire... No, 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 no. The so whole, the entire Fiesta... Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about just the Fiesta The one store. in West Dallas. I don't care about that. I care about what's <laughs> happening in the community. Right, locally. Yeah, yeah the one the one off of Hampton was closing down. I if didn't know that. If it's not already closed. It was not closed. I drove by there today. So it's, yeah, that was the thing. Because we had, uh, we had like teachers that are like, that are involved in the community. And like people from my church are getting involved. And they're just like, that was like the things that we were praying for. There's just, Damn. you know, hey, if you can take the time. It was before we started our sermon, we're just like, yo, there's three things that we need to pray about. One is the, t- the star. Because a lot of these kids, they're just not going to succeed. They're so stressed they're out. Gonna, and they, they don't, yeah. They put so much pressure on them. And then uh, pray for the church and then pray for Fiesta. Like, uh, the fact that it's going down. And, like, that's one of the major grocery stores in West Dallas. And it's just, like, what do you do with that? Like, how do you, right? you know, where are you going to have to I go? I definitely so need to chat with you more about that community. There's a lot of people that do not have cars in that area, yeah. you know? So that's it sucks. No, it's real. Um, any advice to young Latinx and black and people of color artists on the rise? Don't do it. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> that I would is love not to say what we're looking this, for. This now it's it's this job, it's this whole thing is so much bigger than like one person. There's no we there's no need to be selfish because it's so big. Mm-hmm. Like the 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 uh the love for hand drawing or the love for like graphic designing, it's only getting bigger. So it's definitely there's so many things there. And I will purposely reject projects so that other people can take them. Mm. Dang, that's dope. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like it's just it's not fun. Like it's there's so there's no way to be there's no reason to be greedy at all. I love it. But the other thing that I will say is that it's just kind of who was that guy's name who played basketball for the Lakers? He was playing in the G League for like ten years. Oh yeah, um, he just he just like he so scored nineteen points 19 in his debut. Points. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the thing is, like, like thirty it's years just old. Like that. Oh, it's shit. like I'm gonna say that it's completely possible because you are hopefully hearing someone. 
that's doing it right now. However, you're going to have to put the work in. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. It is not like you have to you have to work hard. The only person that is like fighting against you is you. Mm. And so you got to you just got to keep working, keep drawing and then when you're tired of drawing and working, keep working and keep drawing because that's what will pay off. Eventually people will see your work and will hear your work. So like even if they got to get tired of it, it's like effort let's mm-hmm. go hire this guy he just keeps putting in our face right you know that's what you have to keep doing but i'm letting people know that like it's not easy it's not for everyone like you have to put in the work like there's times where like i don't sleep because i know that i gotta get something done like you just have to do it right it's not a nine to five job so it's more than that you gotta make your own schedule you gotta make sure you gotta stay to it like i still struggle with that sometimes so, but it is possible and it's super rewarding to see your work like blown up, to see your work in books, to see your work on people's podcasts, hey. on people's, mm-hmm. um, you know, books, magazines, anything. Like, it's dope to see that. Like, it feels super good. And when you do see that, like, it makes you want to go back to work. It makes you realize that it is worth it. Like, it's super dope. Mm. But you have to put the work in. Like, it's, I can't stress that enough. People just think, like, oh, yeah, I can, I'll just be an artist. Like, there's a reason why there aren't that many, you know what I mean? And and the thing is, like, there should be because there's so many more talented people that are just yeah. afraid to make that jump and aren't <clears throat> that are afraid to just keep working. Like, the thing is, like, I couldn't have done it without myself, too. Everyone needs to have a team. Like, it took my wife. I mean, she was paying for rent. She was paying for groceries. She was paying for less stuff. Like, I had Shay, who already had a following, who's, who understood the value of my work and understood the value of myself as a person mm-hmm. that knew that, hey, this is what this guy could become. You know, the same thing as, you know, for people like Will allowing me to work in his office, to work in his house, you know, past midnight, you know, and my best friend Julio, like, he drove, he had a truck and he would drive us with my paintings on his, the back of his truck to all these places. You know, there's a group of people that you need. It's not just by yourself, but you do have to put the work in. Mm. Don't be there lazy. you go. There you have it, folks. If you don't listen to this interview, get up, go out, and go do something, I don't know what to tell you. Same. I feel like I can go draw now. Or eat, <laughs> or eat Little Caesars. Oh, hey, my God. It's still open. They close at 10. Let's go. Stop. <laughs> no, I, already, hey, I, I shoved pizza before I got here because I saw the time. I was like, oh, man. And then I'm not we, trying to, yeah, I'm not, I was trying to be here on time. We made but, you but, wait 30 minutes. And then we, yeah, and then we Listen, it's because we got you got here and we immediately connected because that is a testimony to how amazing this individual is. And I know we're strangers, but we're not strangers anymore. And your story is going to hit home for so many people. So many people. So uh, besides just your artistic talent, everything you shared hit a chord with both of us. I, it made me want to cry. And you spoke a testimony so true. I understand. I can I believe you, but not him because he's on the phone right now. Rude. Right wow. when you said it, I record with us. I'm the host, saying. okay? Yeah. So you could ignore him for a second. I truly mean that. Yeah. I can't wait to see what else your future holds we fully support you we fully back you we're here for you whenever they're paying for my taxes for next year 
I wish I could barely pay my. Pay my Girl, that's uh, scary. No, but let's thank not you talk so about much taxes. for the kind words. Seriously. No, but we. Mean I just it, don't like, know how to take them, so I always act. I always act ner- nervous, and so the way to do it is by tell jokes. Yeah. Right. So I understand I that, and that's also another thing where we're like taught to be super humble and not accept jokes and not accept compliments or whatever. <laughs> she does. Sing it. Yes. Um, so thank you. Thank yeah, you for being on the absolutely. show. Thank you for sharing your story. Where can we find and support your work? I have a store. Yes. I wish I knew the name of it. I think it's Big Cartel. Arturo. Arturo Draws. Big yes, Cartel. I think com. it is. I pulled it up. You can on buy my phone. every book that Shay and I have done. That's called Arturo Draws. Big you can follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, where we act a fool. A few days ago, I uh, I went around to different fast food stores to try the best chicken nuggets. Oh, uh, shut up. I'm Chick- a, you don't know. Like, wait a we minute, are chicken wait a minute, connoisseurs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. Um, what was your findings? <laughs> so I just went to four places because it started smelling gross. That's not gross. that many, fool. I know, but like, <laughs> you can start smelling the heart attack. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Sense. Like, after four, like, so I just went to Wendy's, I went to Chick-fil-A, I went to Burger King and McDonald's. Okay. What That's was your, so... Wendy's was number one because it tastes <gasps> really? the most like yeah. a Wendy's or like a nugget, chicken nugget shit. Okay. Not like a not like chicken, but mm-hmm. like a chicken nugget. Because should Chick Fil A tastes like chicken. Ch- Chick Fil A was my second one because it tastes like the best like chicken, but it has a sweetness yeah, that like threw that. me off. It's the you peanut, had never I think had Chick Fil A nuggets. No, I don't really. I get the sandwiches oh. or the biscuit sandwiches if Ooh. I wake up early, but that's it. Like I don't. <laughs> This so Wendy's Chick Fil A, yeah, and then Burger King because it tastes the most like a microwave chicken nugget. <laughs> Your reasoning is concerning. And then McDonald's because it doesn't uh, taste like a chicken nugget. It yeah. tastes like a savory gummy candy. Oh because my God. it's very wow. gummy when you chew it That's in true. there, but it doesn't taste like chicken. It doesn't taste like a chicken nugget. But it is savory. It tastes savory. So it's like if you're having oh, like gummy bears that taste like. Seth is savory. So it's my last one because it doesn't taste like chicken. doesn't taste like a chicken nugget. Did should. you grow up on chicken nuggets? No, I just okay, like Okay, see, I grew up on chicken nuggets. No, I mean, we're broke. You're also we had, a poet. We had frijoles and tortillas. And I mean, like, same, but like, no. you know when you're like we rich We didn't have for Lunchables for, you know, same. like, field trips. Every, all the rich kids yeah, had Lunchables. Yeah, we had like, like had, mediocre sandwiches. I had tortillas with oh. freaking frijoles. That's I was nice. mad. <laughs> That's also I remember, another testimony. I remember though. I got mad when I was young because... We're supposed to end this like 10 minutes. We, Let's just keep going. Um, my, <laughs> they used to take... So after school, they would take care of my younger brother and me. And then my mom would send the, the babysitter one can of the Campbell's chicken noodle soup. And she would f- tell her to make them with two cups of water yes. instead of the one. And so I was, always, I was mad when I found out that you only use one because it tastes so much different. And mm, I was like, oh my all God. All the flavor. I was like, what is this? Damn, there's so, some. Yeah. We could really talk about that like struggle though. Yeah, like, no, but tough. like McDonald's for us as kids was like a huge deal because when you actually got it, yeah, it was like, oh my god, mom got paid today or whatever, and so it was really exciting. Or it was like the dollar menu and yeah. you got whatever. We gonna need somebody Selena Prince, bro. I need eight of them. No, I'm just kidding, but I'm not kidding. You so, know where to go? It's at ArturoDraws.BigCartel.com. There you go. I'm gonna get it. And thank you so much for being here. Yeah. We cannot wait to see you again. We will see you at our one-year anniversary. When He's is that? literally looking at your work and dying right now. I am. This is on point AM. 
Our show is April 21st. It's there coming it up. Is. It's in a few days. It's the same day as Record Store Day, but don't go to Record Store Day. Is it that Record Store Day? That's Saturday. I didn't realize that. But don't it's okay because our thing is at night. See, instead of going home and listening to the records that you bought before and you stayed in line for so long, screw that. Bring them to us and I'll have a vinyl player. Not How even that? that. Just, we got to go listen to my boy Shay. Yes. I'm going to be outside protesting it though. Oh my God, you're a mess. Because they didn't have me on the panel. They just had him. <laughs> we can bring you on. We're bringing our guests say, up. Yeah, but going? at that point, I got to pay. Oh my God. He, he Remember earlier when y'all said, "Oh, we're gonna support you and be behind you." <laughs> and as soon as I said money, y'all like, "Oh, well, no, yeah, okay." How much? I you. How much? I got eleven. That's for your. <laughs> that's for your hot and ready, bro. You can buy two of them for ten eighty one. Why that's do you know true. the exact price? Because you always buy two of them. For I only 20. buy one. Because well, hmm. you're broke not sharing bench, with another bench. person. Okay, okay. Now you're just like talking about my loneliness. <laughs> well, like, no, I'm saying like I buy. I always buy two to share. Oh my! Yeah. All right. Well, let me wrap up this interview because we clearly love Arturo too much and could go on forever. We're thankful that he's here with us. Please support his work. He's obviously got not only incredibly impressive Sexy. work. I know. I know. I'm better in real life. But also because. He's amazing as an individual. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, Arturo Torres. Yay! That's me clapping. <laughs> I want to say thank you again to Arturo Torres for being here with us today. I This was such a powerful interview, and he is such an inspiration. I'm not even trying to be corny, but he was just so genuine, so dope. As soon as he walked in, we just all connected and we're talking. And like the interview, like it could have kept going because that's just how dope he was. And I hope that you all feel as moved <clears throat> and inspired by this human being as I am. Because not only is he an amazing, like literally amazing, you've never seen work like his. Yeah. But like his story. Yeah, I think there's, yeah, I mean, his story, more more than anything, like, man. I literally almost cried. It's cr- I th- We had to stop, we had to stop recording yeah. a couple of times just because it was, it was, it was hard. And so he's such a lighthearted and like, you know, his intentions are always good regardless mm-hmm. of what he's doing. And so, yeah, I mean, he jokes and, and he tries to keep the conversation light, but like, there is not like we talked about some really heavy topics mm-hmm. and he confronted them with the most confident and 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 brave attitude that you can have with oh, something absolutely. like that and so you know i i feel like i said this so many times during the interview but if you don't feel inspired or motivated or you know just positively impacted by what he said then then i don't know what to tell you right no, we are very grateful that he was here with us, and he's a star on his own, and we are thankful that he was here, which leads us into uh, our our uh, special segment. <laughs> I could tell y'all a funny story about how I asked him about his self-care, but I'm going to leave that for later. Yeah, if you saw us on Instagram Live, then you yes, caught it. which so. you all should be doing more. We'll yeah. talk more about later. Our self-care corner for this week. I'm keeping it brief, is to breathe and to trust yourself. 
I am working on this always, but right now we have a lot going on and I knew this was coming and I'm really great at procrastinating, but I get the work done. And so I have to really keep reminding myself, like, you know what you're doing. You plan this, trust in yourself. And it helps to have people around you that really trust in you and believe in you. So I'm very grateful to have that. Um, but I'm still really working on this because there's a difference and being confident. And when you struggle with mental health and anxiety and depression and all these different things, like it's hard for you to believe that you are good at what you're doing or that you know what you're doing. So I really encourage you all for this week to just breathe, take a moment, maybe get some sleep um, and trust in yourself. Like just tell yourself, I can do this or I will get through this or wow, it'll be so awesome once I accomplish this thing that I'm really afraid to do. Um, so that is my brief self-care corner for the week. Our brown business of the week is something very exciting. Um, it is actually a important local theater company. Rafa, do you want to tell us more about it? <clears throat> yes. So I'm really excited about this because they used um, a, a lot of women of color, a lot of uh, queer Persons of color. Um, uh, this production, where Earth meets Sky, is really dope. Uh, it's opening. They have a preview this uh, weekend. It yeah, starts, actually, well, when they hear this, um, it would have already, already opened. Opened. But um, yeah, Caramia Theater Company, the Chicano Theater Company here in North Texas, they've been doing amazing things. Um, they just they did a dreamers trilogy which toured nationally they're doing a lot of important work um they do a huge summer camp here at the oak cliff cultural center called the school of yes where the students learn innovative um methods to dance music visual art theater and then we have student a student leader component where we teach high school students leadership and film and photography and like not to brag on what we do here at the Oak Cliff Cultural Center with Academia Theater Company but it's amazing and like some of those students are go on to do amazing things like one of them um, has a full ride to MIT another one just got a full ride to Yale and wow. and you know they and I say these things because it's really dope it's a testament to the work that's happening here but these students understand the value of the experiences here they come back they wrote letters they they sit here and, and share with us and they tell us that you know if it wasn't for programs like these mm -hmm. we would have we would have been really like we would have been troubled in, in terms of trying to find the confidence to do these things. So it's really dope. Caramia Theater Company is amazing. They're doing great things. But they have this production where Earth meets Sky that's where opening. Earth meets the Sky. Yes, at uh, the Latino Cultural Center. Um, so you can go to caramiatheater.org uh, to find tickets. But you have to go peep this production. Decolotas Radio makes a small cameo. Uh, I don't so keep your eyes peeled. But um, yeah, or, uh, you know, find them on Facebook, Where Earth Meets the Sky. Where Earth Meets Sky. The Sky. The Sky. I'm so sorry. Find it on Facebook. Follow them. Say that you're going. Take some friends. It's a really dope production. The storyline is really dope. So it's like a futuristic type of take on um, indigenous people and how... That and kind the of evolves. African community as well. Right. So it all, I don't know if y'all remember from episode 10, one of our very favorite episodes. Yes. The queen herself, Erika Chilome, is one of the writers on this 
play. She told us about it alongside Ariana Cook and Vanessa Mercado Taylor. Vanessa Mercado Taylor is also the director of this show. So we are very proud and happy to make Caramia Theater Company our Brown Business of the Week and encourage you all to see their show. Um, they actually provided us with a special coupon code. It runs from April 14th to April 29th of this year. You can see it at the Latino Cultural Center. The coupon code for only $10 is... Wow, I thought I had it pulled up. Scrolling, scrolling, (laughs) scrolling. I'm so sorry. It's, It's not scrolling, sorry. Scrolling, scrolling, still say it because I thought I had it pulled scrolling. up and I too make mistakes as a human on this earth. Um, anyways, it's really, I'm very excited to see it. it. It has a lot of interesting themes and concepts and... Yeah, it's, it's um, when we talk about a genre, um, so big shout out to, to my fellow colleague who left to be in Boston, Harold Stewart Mookie, who was over at the South Dallas Cultural Center, but he put me on into something that I really didn't know much about. So this idea of Afrofuturism and this whole idea of, of that as a mm-hmm. genre. And so, of course, I take that and try to relate to that in my perspective. But uh, where Earth meets sky is <laughs> is is really like... You keep forgetting the the. Where Earth meets the sky <laughs> is... You. So sorry. Is very much that uh, through a perspective of the, you know, Latinx and people of color community. Black, brown, Black, and queer yes, women. This and is so, where you need to go to support their Yeah, work. so it's really dope to think about that. And yes, when, when, when we think about all of these genres, we belong there too. And so it's really cool to see work that reflects that. And this work is so dope. They did such an amazing job. We played, like I said, you know, Decolores had a little bit of a hand in that. And then, you know, uh, everyone that's worked on this are really good friends. And so we were able to kind of, you know, come in and see what was going on in terms of the production. So we're fans. Like, it's super dope. And it's really cool to see this. Support Caramia Theater because they're out here for the Latino community. And I finally have the special discount code if you're interested in going to see the show it is online at caramiatheater.org the coupon code is earth10 capital e a r t h only the e is capital 10 earth10 10 dollar tickets <laughs> that's amazing that's affordable for capital some great e a r t h 10 Yes. I was like, wait, you what? It. You killed it. <laughs> so definitely do that. Shout out to them for giving us the coupon code. Because if not, it's $25. And if you're feeling big baller brand, you can do that. But if you might be like me, you're going to use that coupon code. <laughs> so shout out to Caramia Theater. Thank you for doing the work. David Lozano, Ariana Cook, everybody over there doing the work. Thank you for representing our community. Shout out to Caramia Theater. Next the Coco <laughs> event. Uh, quick shout out. I want you all to take our survey. So do it. It'll probably be up for a couple of days after you hear this episode. If you're listening yeah. on the day it came out. After that, maybe it's not there anymore, but we'll have one again someday. Yeah. And thank you to everyone that's already taking it. Oh my God, those you guys. Yo, we don't have enough tissue. I. It would not be enough in the world. It wouldn't. Because like, they're... The feedback is dope. Yeah. And we're, and taking, and we're taking the criticisms too. Yeah, we're we are. We're going to apply that. Yeah, so we appreciate that we're, we're not it. saying that it's all, you know, it's all good. It's all positive. Like we understand that some of it is like, yes, I've had a little too much wine. Uh-huh. Not really. 
Yes, I have. Yes, you have. Um, so no, I but like some of it is is a little. Um, not to say that it's difficult to read, but um, we understand that it's with good intentions, right. and like that's that's good. Like we appreciate that because we're always working to try to make sure that Decolores is something that you all need and 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 want to see. So um, thank you for that. So we appreciate everyone who's already taken the survey. Yes, please go find the link. It's on our bio on Instagram. I posted it on Twitter and Facebook as well. So please let us know if you have any thoughts or ideas or anything you want to share with us. But most fucking importantly. Yeah. Eek. I'm excited, but I'm nervous. And I can't believe it's finally happening. And I'm so um, blessed and thrilled. And I feel so many things. If I don't cry, y'all, I'm going to be very shocked. But our one-year anniversary is officially only a couple days away. It is on April 21st, 2018 at the Texas Theater. We are bringing in Shay Serrano. Mm-hmm. And we're celebrating the fact that we're, we've been doing this for a whole year. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It is amazing. It's very cool. I can, I can reflect a lot and thank the Oak Cliff Cultural Center and thank Rafael and thank Pat and thank everybody and all of you all especially for, for making me feel like my voice is valid. Um, and I'm not trying to cry right now. I know it sounds like I am, but that that's what this is. And I hope that this platform continues to be that for everybody we bring on and everybody that listens, because I want to remind you that what you feel, what you've been through and where you're going, all is important. And you're completely capable of doing whatever you want. That Colores is behind you. I'm thankful for this platform. I'm thankful for my co-host, Rafael. I'm thankful for everything around me. And I can't wait for this one year. I hope y'all are coming out to support us and 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 to to see us, because I'm ready to to hug you all and show y'all my love. Y'all be hey, y'all motherfuckers better like I want to see the line to hug Eva. Oh my god, for real. I'll I'll, I'll be like uh, the lines over here, y'all. Stop! They're gonna hug you too. They want to hear that. No, yeah, I mean, no, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll hug people, but honestly, like you know, this is dope. And you're right. Like everything you said, I wouldn't change anything. Um, at the end of the day, like, not, not that it's whatever you said it and, and it's true. And this, that's what Decolores is. And we've gotten a lot of support for Decolores and, and the one year anniversary is a testament to that. And, um, everyone that comes out, like we, we, we can't wait to see you cause you're the people that we do it for. We got people coming from out of state. Ooh. My boy, we can't, like, this is so dope. It's going to be lit. Whew. Thank you all for your support and love. And we can't, we can't wait to keep, to, to keep going. So please come out to our one year anniversary event and evening with Shay Serrano presented by the Colors Collective and MarchinWalkerPresents.com. Go buy your tickets. We will see you there. Yippee. Finally, it is time for Who You Got with De Coco. We have to omit this part of the podcast <laughs> because our lovely Pat the Gat is in Queen Los of Angeles. Who You Got is yes. in LA. So, so sorry you, if you get a subpar Who You Got this time. I'm sorry to disappoint all you people that want to hear uh, shoe gaze. <laughs> <laughs> and mint 
<laughs> mint field. No, so no, actually, okay, so I'll start with my who you got. Um, I was listening to this LED lamp hump genre band. You've had way too much wine to drink. Have I? Uh, LED hump light. Yeah. Bruh. You've never heard of that? <laughs> I'm kidding. Pat the Gat, we miss you. We Come do. back. We always miss you. Um, no, uh, on my Spotify, on Browse. Spotify? Uh, Spotify, yeah. Um, I peeped local talent Mecca M3CCA. Mm. She was super dope. Oh my God, I've heard of them. Her. Her. I paid them to keep it, yeah. you know. No, but she was super... I remember she played like at, at an RBC Underground open mic a few years ago, and she was super dope. She like floored everyone. I was like, oh my God, who's that? But she, last year she dropped um, an album or an EP. I think it's like seven tracks deep, but it's called Fruit Tape M3CCA Mecca Fruit Tape. Check it out. Pretty dope. North Texas. You gotta support local. Gotta hold it down. We gotta. Maybe we need to have a whole local music segment. I mean, so we can rep them a little harder. Who you got fest? Oh snap! Never mind. Ooh, I'm talking too much. Gotta go. Gotta go. Bye. bye. <laughs> we do that every episode. We do. <laughs> um, um, I'm sorry. I'm a disappointment to society. Why? Because Santa Cecilia is coming, so I'm still listening to them a lot. I am also. Uh, <clears throat> I got my playlist. I've told you all this. I have my playlist and I yeah. add shit to it like every day. So then I just listen to my playlist. So if I y'all want to peep too, my though. playlist, like... Like I do that with my movies. Like, because I fall asleep to movies. So like last night I had trouble falling asleep. So I was watching Contagion. Uh, and then like... <laughs> what? Uh, I thought we killed Contagion. I thought it was over. I thought me watching it would break the spell and I wouldn't have to hear about that fucking movie again. Why are you looking at me like a sad puppy? Because I'm sad. I just, <laughs> I'm just trying to share with you like my routine. If I wanted to sleep, I would not watch Contagion because that would make me feel like I was going to die from eating a pig. That also had like a bat <laughs> flu. <laughs> Is that what you got out, out of Contagion? A bat flu? It was like a bat swine flu. <laughs> Yeah. Who you got has gotten off the deep end. Anyways, <laughs> you were falling asleep. Did you have something else to say? No, that's it. I just, I watched Contagion. Thank sorry. you for stealing my who you got moment. I'm so sorry. Um, I finished on my block. I'm waiting for Rafa to watch it. Oh, I watched the first episode. But you need to finish it so we can discuss it on the show. Okay. Um, I'm also watching Queer Eye, the new, uh... I actually saw a few episodes of that. It's fucking funny. It's great. It's not even just funny. Like, they actually get really heartfelt. Yo, for real. I'm I'm not gonna say that I cried because I don't cry, but some of those I was like, if I was a person that cried, I'd be crying right Right, now. Right, same. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Um, it's a fun show. It's cool. I enjoyed it. Support support our queer people and 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 their work and the show is great and fun and cool and yeah so I'm so sorry I promise you when I'm less busy I'm about to have the most fire uh, artists for y'all but whoo the way my life is set up I listen to new albums like after some time so thank you all for bearing with me and my who you gots. We're going to be listening and talking some some real shit next episode with Shay, though. Y'all ain't ready for the hip-hop discussion we fit to have. Yeah. So, that wraps it up for us here at The Colores Radio. We want to say thank you again to Arturo 
Torres for being with us. We were so glad to have you on the show and can't wait to continue supporting you and your journey upward. Follow him at Arturo Draws. Please come back and visit us. Don't forget to share the podcast and follow us on social media. Subscribe and leave us a darn review. (laughs) We'd love to keep growing, so please share it with your family and friends or that person that you swiped right on. Let us know what your favorite part was. Tweet us or just hit us up. We love hearing from you all. Take our survey. You can find it on our bio on Instagram. Buy your tickets to our one-year anniversary event at MarginWalkerPresents.com. We could not go on without your support. Tell everyone do you love to follow us at De Colores Co. If you enjoy our personal thoughts, you can follow me at Eva Arreguin, Rafa at Exile, and Pat at pat.arrogine on Instagram. <laughs> Our theme song is Cumbia Anthem by El Dusty. As always, you can go support him and purchase all his music because it's a lot of fun. And our audio editor is Jason Ramirez. We promise to keep growing and providing you with entertaining content and more importantly, a platform for your voices and work to be lifted. Contact us on social media or email us at thecolorescollective at gmail.com. Thank you so much again for listening and join us again next time for the Colores Radio. De, de, de Colores Radio.